0: The College Experience College Basketball Midseason Report on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. Sign up using our link and receive a $500 risk-free bet. That's right, $500. And if you send in your first bet slip, you'll also get a free t-shirt. Yes. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/win for a $500 risk-free bet. That's slash win That's W Y N N. We're also brought to you by better than Vegas better than Vegas is the home for avid sports betters, providing insight analysis and free betting picks better than Vegas. It's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure you subscribe to our page so you don't miss one of our picks sports slash BTV That's sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to 6 weeks free over at aceperhead.com/sgp. That's aceperhead.com/sgp. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Yes, Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to bet and sell betting positions like the stock market. And the best part is it allows you to bet with no vig. That's right. No VIG betting. That's legal in 40 states. Sign up at betteredge.com promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's better B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com promo code SGP. Yes. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience, college basketball, midseason report. My name is Colby swinging database Dan AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. And I'm joined by my, by one of my co-hosts, just a hell of a good guy. DFS uh, DFS got himself. Give it up for the legendary, uh, rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock given, former, former Hernan Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What is going on, man? How we doing? Doing good. Kudos to you, by the way, for the Alabama ticket to win the national championship got that thing done. Monday Uh,
1: was looking good. It's been all downhill after that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Me and you right now Uh, and and Patty C we're riding. I think the hardest stretch of the season so far, I think it's by far, by far, I had big
1: time in the national championship game. So I was feeling good. That rolled into Tuesday with college basketball. I was like, all right, man, we're, you know, we're kicking butt in college basketball seems like we're, you know, picking a lot of winners or anything, you know, this, this momentum is just going to continue. It's going to be easy. We're going to pick winners. We're going to make money and betting on college basketball and picking every game every day has a way of humbling you when you become a little too cocky, <laughs> dude, I mean, look, <laughs> and it's done that the last couple of days, but uh, don't you worry. We're going to write this ship here.
0: Yeah. And, and I mean, I think my worst day prior to this. And I can go back and look, cause we have the data, but I'm saying just off the top of my head, um, was like, I'd lose, like I would go two and four, right. And I go, okay, I lost you some money, but I didn't have a, like a truly horrible day. Some, a lot of, a lot of, uh, one and two, you know, or, 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 th- you know, two and three records where with my lock. So I only basically lost you one bet. Um, well, that's what I mean about this stretch that we're currently in here. Cause the past two games, at least for myself, I went zero and three yesterday and I'm zero and three today. That is a Oh and six Mark. I mean, to be, to be fair though, the UCF thing, I didn't know about the, the, the injury that, so I, I would not have locked UCF, but it doesn't matter. Zero and five is oh and five. I can't make too many excuses here.
1: Well, a good thing is that all three of us, all three of us, are still you know way north of five hundred you know in locks and overall. So this is just part of the ebbs and flows that come with picking every game every day over the course of a whole college basketball season.
0: Yeah, man, and and uh, I even previewed. Luckily, I didn't lock this. I previewed uh, Purdue, Indiana, the Battle of Indiana. Good rivalry there. Purdue is up nine with a minute and thirteen seconds left, so it looks like they're going to win that's the first time since 1917 that the Boilermakers have beaten Indiana five straight times in Bloomington.
1: Wow. Wow. I would imagine some of the who's your Some of, you know, the uh, boosters are not too happy about that. <laughs> I think Archie Miller might be on the hot seat just because yeah. in state. Purdue has won five in a row in Bloomington. Ouch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree. Um,
1: I actually saw that stat today when I was picking the game, and you know, I first off I think Indiana is a slightly better team than Purdue. They were a three-point favorite at home, and I figured that you know maybe Indiana is due to finally beat Purdue at home. Apparently, uh, I was wrong. I mean, I was one like
0: Indiana somehow lost that Wisconsin game, where I really feel like they were the better team that game. If you go back and watch that game, and I was one thinking man, I was like Indiana could be like a true wild card in this, you know, in this NCAA tournament, because I, I I really like their starting five and uh, Jackson Davis is among the best players in all of college basketball. So I thought, man, but at the same time, we, I, I, I almost feel like in, in, in Tony Bennett's uh, uh, realm or, uh, you know, like Matt painter, doesn't he just overachieve year after year?
1: Yeah, he does. I mean, obviously Purdue's not bringing in, you know, big-time recruits, but he has a system where he develops talent and uh Purdue was always a tough out, definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um and we're going to talk more Big 10 basketball here. We're going to go this is the mid-season report. Obviously we got games we're going to hit on uh, you know, uh I uh, will preview more games this weekend, uh, obviously Saturday and Sunday. I don't preview as much cause there's so many good games. I couldn't do an episode. I would do 40 episodes. And and, and as much <laughs> as I want to do that, uh, you can't you're oversaturate the market. People will stop subscribing. Um, but uh, we're going to hit, this is kind of a mid season report looking into we're about to, we're about the middle of the way here. It's uh, what January 5th, 14th. So in six weeks, seven, about six weeks. We're going to have conference
1: championships, essentially. Wow. Yeah. yeah. you know If you look at it, the season started in mid-November. Uh, it was actually this year started a little bit later than usual, just, you know, due to COVID. So uh, we're, we're basically, we're two months in, which it sounds crazy to say. It doesn't feel like we're two months in. And if you uh, put us two months out, that means we're in middle of March and it is March madness. And we're probably wrapping up conference championships, or maybe even, you know, looking forward to, to, uh, the national tournament. So, wow. You know, it's, it's flying by, but it's been a hell of a season so far. A lot of great basketball being played out there. Uh, yeah, man, let's do this. You want to do this conference by conference? Let's do it. I mean, just from, I mean, the
0: best We'll start off with the Ivy league, <laughs> I'm fucking around pussy, pussy, yeah, fuck. those pussies. <laughs> uh, then we go, no, let's go look, let's go alphabetically here. I know from the start, people will be like, wait, they're covering the Atlantic sun. Why do I give a shit? But you might, There might be some out there and that's why uh, uh, here at the college experience, we don't discriminate. We try not to discriminate based on conference. Um, The
1: the little guy has a special place in our hearts. Yeah. You know, but don't worry. We'll, we'll go much more in depth on the major conferences. We'll just quickly touch on some of the smaller ones.
0: Okay. Gun to my head right now. Atlantic Sun, even though what, uh, what's the story with Florida Gulf coast right now? They, they, they've been quarantined, right? (laughs) COVID. <laughs> yeah, because I know they had they won at Miami. I watched that game, but I got to think Liberty's going to run away with this thing. Although Lipscomb, good program, also the Jacksonville Dolphins ha- having a solid year so far. Uh, but I, I got to think Liberty. If you look at Liberty's schedule, the, even their losses are, are to that. Kudos to them. Not only have they been stepping it up, but they you know they were in the uh, they moved up to a, to a better conference in the Atlantic Sun. And then also, obviously, in football, they uh, they moved up and uh, to to the FBS you know subdivision. So uh, the Flames, I th- I'm i trying to pull up their schedule right now, but I believe their some of their only losses are two really good opponents. I believe uh, Purdue being one of them, actually.
1: Yeah, Purdue, TCU, and Missouri. Yeah, I mean. So they, they. I'm sorry, and and we mentioned Lipscomb, so they also lost on the road to Lipscomb. They're eleven they and four. Liberty is the class of the A. Son, you know. Really, I think I think there should be a study done on how this athletic department has developed both the football and basketball program. To they're on, you know. People have now heard about them, and it's only been a few years. So I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing something right. Uh, <laughs> whether that's paying players or you know maybe they're maybe they're above board. I don't know. But if they are, they're doing something right because both programs are doing big things here. And Liberty is the best team in the A sun and they should win that conference, but it's not that easy because they do have some competition there.
0: Yeah. And I think they could be, you know, if they win this thing, I actually think come March, you could be looking at a team as a live dog to, as a 14 seed or a 15 seed to take down somebody. That's what I think this year.
1: And they lost a lot from last year. I mean, Liberty lost. I. I want to say like four starters. Yeah. I, you know, I don't have that information at my fingertips, but, but this was kind of a rebuilding year after, you know, doing big things last year. And and last year they would have been really dangerous in the tournament. Uh, so they've been able to to fill those holes rather quickly and, and,
0: uh, and they schedule so aggressively, you got to respect it at a conference. I mean, th- they do have wins against Mississippi state with Ben Howland and uh, Frank Martin down at uh, South Carolina. So, uh, trying to get that SEC invite. Yeah, right? <laughs> hey, drop Vandy at Liberty. You're probably better off, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> um, is, is there a disappointment for you in the A-Sun?
0: Not really. I mean, I'll I'll actually say that like, you know, <laughs> uh, Kennesaw State's improved. I thought last year handicapping these games, they were one of the worst programs in college basketball. So I learned, I think early in this year, I was locking them and fading them and they actually kept covering. And I was like, okay, this team's actually improving. Is there a team now? I, I would say uh, perhaps I would say, Lipscomb. North, I would say North Florida. Okay.
1: Yeah. I think they've had a solid program for at least the last four or five years. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe this is, maybe they lost some seniors, you know, once again, off the top of my head, I'm not sure, but they're usually better than a three and nine overall record. Yeah. Um, well, so Lips- I, I think, yeah, they're, they're usually more towards the top of this conference. And right now they're towards the bottom.
0: Lipscomb's 8 and 6, 3 and 1 in conference. But I will say out the gate they were projected. A lot of people had Lipscomb winning this conference. A lot of publications did. So, they were kind of a letdown, but it seems to be that they're getting they're finding their footing now and and could be a tough team uh, you know, for the remainder of the season. So, that would be the one that jumps out to me because everyone had them, you know, I think sporting news, a bunch of other publications had them as as the team that's going to run away with this conference. So, that would be the one that jumps out to me, but I, I would agree. Yeah. North Florida a little bit. Let's talk some American East basketball. I mean, this is, this is actually a very compelling conference to me.
1: Yeah. And you know, usually, you know, it's either been Vermont or UMBC that has kind of run away with the league. Uh, and both those schools are still good and towards the top, but you know, Vermont kind of struggled out of the gates. They've already dropped three games. I was on a heater with UMBC about a month ago, early December. I won. I think I locked them up like two or three times in a row. Uh, they were hot, but since then they've, they've also dropped a couple games. Um, you know, then you got Stony Brook is actually in first now. Uh, yeah. But I think those three schools are the ones you have to watch out for the bottom of the league is where it gets pretty bad. Pretty quick. Uh, Maine is not good. Binghamton, Albany. Those schools really are it uh, wasn't, are struggling. It wasn't that long ago that Albany was really good. Um but yes Albany made uh, the NCAA tournament with I don't know if you know this guy, but he went to Herndon, Brian Woodson. I do, I do. He yeah. was a point guard at Albany. I actually saw, I watched Albany play at Duke in person because the uh conference uh, games are too expensive, so I would watch Duke play these <laughs> non-conference bums. Uh, so I actually saw him in person. This is a guy that I used to play with. You know, uh, I mean, it's, we're, we're actually we're probably going about what eight, ten years ago. Yeah, <laughs> maybe more than that. <laughs> but uh, no, no, so quick, yeah, quick sidebar there. But uh, Albany is not good anymore.
0: Yeah, they got they got to figure it out. Great name though, the Great Danes. So I can't. It's hard for me to dislike them. Um, uh, UMBC is the team I still think is the team to beat. The, you, you look at this team schedule, they look, they got had on one back to back. I granted that was a horrible loss to Bingham Binghamton, but um, sometimes you lay an egg like that. You look uh, elsewhere. I mean, I guess they don't have that. I I'm impressed by that 15 point winning against Delaware. They also beat George Washington by 11. I know GW has been a mess this year and uh St. Francis PA who beat Pitt, they beat them by 15. And then they only lost to Georgetown by eight. I think they're they're probably the cream of the crop right now but I will say Stony Brook kind of coming out of nowhere here.
1: But I will say Stony Brook has not played Vermont or UNBC yet. So they might have a 4-0 oh in conference record, but those 4 wins are two against Binghamton and two against UMass Lowell. This is one of the conferences that does the back-to-back games which we hate to handicap. Dude, uh,
0: we need to t- if it, uh, address yeah, if that. Yeah, anybody's not too, aware of yeah. it. Do you want to explain it? So, I uh, basically I think all the mid-majors are doing the back to back games, So like if, if UNBC's is playing Albany, they play them twice in a 48 hour stretch. And actually from a handicapping point of view, and even the lines this year has been a pain in the ass. Like a lot, a lot of fans reach out and say, Kobe, you haven't released the spreadsheet yet. We're waiting on those lines to drop because Vegas holds them very, very late because it's been a nightmare. I think even for Vegas trying to figure out this thing. I feel like a lot of these teams, like to me, I was like, I don't care. Good basketball beats, bad basketball. Right. And I'm like, there's no way UNBC will lose to Binghamton. Right. And no, th- like, I, I feel like uh, if we, if we went through most of my locks, I actually think, uh the back-to-back games, I probably lose 90% of the time.
1: Yeah. What I've tried to do is I don't have a problem betting or locking the first game, but I try to steer clear of that second game. You know, and, and most most of the conferences do consecutive days. So if yeah. they play, they'll play Friday and Saturday. Dude, Boise some State. Co- some conferences, I think, like the Mountain West, there's a day in between.
0: Yeah, but Boise it... State beat San Jose State by I want to say fifty four points. And I'm and I and I was all over that. I locked it, and then I see the spread. The next game's at like eighteen, and I'm like, now Boise State's really good. Boise State's won to BYU. I, I think there's a solid chance they could win the Mountain West this year, and. They're playing them again, and I know they're they're the San Jose State starting point cuz their best player transferred. He quit the team. So I'm like, oh, I'm taking this all day. Wa- boys won by one. It's well, like how dude, does that
1: happen? get it, get into the mindset of a bunch of nineteen or twenty year olds. You got the better team. You smoke a team one night. You're like, man, this is this is easy. Yeah, you know, they're having fun. They're probably throwing all the oops. They're probably joking and laughing on the on the bench. Yeah, and then the next day you got one team that's that's fucking pissed off because they lost and got it rubbed in their face. Yeah, coach. And then just you got and you on got them. one team walking in thinking it's going to be a you know walk in the park again. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's been tough to handicap, especially the 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 second game. I would advise. Steering clear most of the time. I still get
0: hard headed sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, there's no way.
1: <laughs> there's no
0: way. You know who's treated me well on the back to back? And we'll get to them in a minute, I guess. But uh, actually, I'll just wait. I'll wait until we touch on that division, but I got gun to my head. I'm taking UMBC to win this thing.
1: And shout out! I think it's yeah, I think it's either UMBC or Vermont. I think expect Stony Brook. They might have you know four out the gates. That's gonna they're gonna come crashing back down to earth. It's gonna be between UMBC and Vermont.
0: If memory serves me correct, I believe UMBC starts a five one point guard. Wow. Yeah. No shit. We gotta I, let me let me look that up to make sure I'm accurate on that, but. uh I, 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 at least I think
1: Muggsy Bogues' height, which was I think it was five three. Uh, yeah, five three. I, w- I've never heard of anybody five one. Uh, let's look here. I remember watching that Georgetown game, and dude, they have a five foot two guy out of Baltimore, Maryland, just like Muggsy Bogues. Yeah,
0: dude, and he's kind of gritty.
1: But he, Darrell Rogers, dude, you better be fucking gritty. If yeah. you're five foot two. He's kind of
0: <laughs> gritty, dude. Like, and he's a senior. I, 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 dude, you gotta love that story. That's why we should all be rooting for UMBC. This guy is five right. foot fucking two. Are you kidding <laughs> five, me? Five
1: two. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, that's dude. This guy's that's good crazy. too.
0: Look, he's getting nine points, three assists, two, two point three boards. He's getting two point three boards per game, and he's five
1: two. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> But Darnell Rogers, bless you, man. Yeah, you know that's that's awesome. You're up there among the big boys. Do it, man, dude. That's why I
0: I, I hope they make the tournament, man. I hope they make the tournament. They got Brandon Horvat. That guy was part of that team that upset UVA. Brandon Horvat, the big man, six ten. There might be some
1: magic left in yeah. these retrievers.
0: Uh, okay. So let's go to AAC, the American Athletic Conference. Do you think? See, I was on uh, the the Sports Gambling Podcast show for college basketball. We were talking. They're like, is. Colby, you, you said that Gonzaga is the only one, you know, the West coast conference is the only conference that's kind of written in stone, you know? And I said, well, you know, maybe you could say big East, but do you think Houston's just got this thing? Or do you think they they, you know, they lost Caleb mills recently transferred to Florida state all of a sudden said he was homesick. Oh,
1: I didn't yeah. know he transferred. I know he was, he missed a couple of games. No, I didn't hear that. He
0: left. He's going to Florida state. And what's crazy about this season I heard speculation. I don't know how true, but I heard he could play this year and I was like, what? Because hadn't wow. the semester already started?
1: That yeah, that would be surprising. I will say I I can't necessarily blame him because Houston's backcourt is ridiculous. Well they were starting him. He, he was a
0: six man, and I was wondering, I remember when we were previewing this, I was like, How the fuck is there like he's arguably their best player? And I'm like, he's coming off the bench? He's okay. Uh, with you that? had
1: you had Grimes, Sasser, Mills, Doreau. I mean, you had four legitimately really good guards. And I guess fours I guess fours is too much. So I, I guess I can't blame them, but at the same time, I mean Houston, they had I mean, they they could go far this year and they still can, you yeah. know, cuz they once again yeah. I I I I mentioned the the uh, backcourt depth there, but that's that's surprising.
0: Uh and, and another thing is I mean like if you look at this conference, uh I want to say the 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 is there a team the, the team that jumps out to me that's surprising me is Frank Haith at Tulsa.
1: I was going to say Wichita State, but I agree. I think both of those teams. I mean, Wichita State just with all the transfers and how much they lost. Yeah, I think we were expecting them to fall back big well, time, and they lost their and head coach. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly, and. <laughs> dude, they're playing good. They're, they're playing good basketball here. Uh, so d- uh,
0: disappointing teams though. We got to talk, even though UCF, I know they beat Florida state UCF and Cincinnati have been kind of duds this
1: year. They, yeah, they have. So well, let, let me get back to my shockers real okay. quick. My okay. shockers have swept Tulsa Imp- uh, okay. including, including now, like
0: yesterday. I think,
1: huh? Was that yesterday they played or, uh, it was a couple of days ago. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure it was, it was. Recent, I I dude, every day's the same. Okay, I, I work from home. <laughs> I don't go outside of a ten mile radius of my house. I don't know yeah. what fucking day It's really is. horrible, isn't uh, it? Like
0: I'm in the same boat. I don't know
1: what the fuck. <laughs> I think everybody. The is. only thing that saves me uh, is these
0: sports. You know, I'm like, oh, it's a Saturday because there's hundred and twenty fucking games.
1: Um, right, right. But Wichita State also have ro- has they have road wins at USF and at Ole Miss. Uh, the that the one guard Tyson Etn is the man. I, yeah, mean, I was impressed been with him out. last
0: year, dude. So last year, kudos thought, yeah. to
1: Wichita State. But I do agree, Tulsa has also been very impressive. They're the only team that's beat Houston this year.
0: Yeah, and, and look, I I, I I was shitting on UCF and Cincinnati because currently, you know, one and three and one and four in conference, and, and they don't have great overall records at the moment. But I will say early in the year, a lot of people thought Memphis was like a, for sure, dangerous top 15 team. They're six and four. And it's, it's almost like one of these things I was thinking about this the other day with Patrick Ewing, you're seeing Patrick Ewing at uh, Georgetown at his alma mater, Penny Hardaway at his alma mater. And, and, and my, he's recruiting great, but he's struggling from a coaching standpoint. We've seen it before with Clyde Drexler at Houston. We've seen it before with uh, Chris, like Mullen. Chris Mullen, St. John's. Yeah. And, and, and then you have Juwan Howard. That's kind of an outlier, but, uh, uh, it, it, it does memphis i know they're 6 and 4 and they're 2 and 1 in conference so perhaps they're still very much alive but do they hit do they, do they are they disappointing to you
1: well i mean from a talent level they are and especially cuz they started the year with the blowout win over saint mary's yeah. where i i locked memphis you know i thought memphis was much just so much more talented than saint mary's so after that first game you're like okay you know maybe yeah. memphis is legit here but they followed that game up with losses to Western Kentucky and VCU. I mean, you know, two, two quality programs, you know, but, and and since then they they lost to Auburn, um, but they they really haven't beat anybody of consequence since St. Mary's other than a one point win against South Florida last week.
0: And Auburn's not the team that they were. No,
1: definitely not. They're extremely young. They're, they're younger than Memphis. Yeah. So right now, Memphis is a very talented bunch of guys. I don't have faith in Penny Hardaway to, to, you know, write the shifting. Yeah. To make that team, you know, gel in time to make the tournament. I don't think they make it.
0: Yeah. They got the work cut out from, and it, uh, they could make it just by simply Houston getting upset in the conference tournament though. Um, gun to your head is Houston going to run away with this thing. I think so.
1: Yeah. I think they're the cream of the crop. I think, uh, you know, Tulsa is a very good defensive team, but they struggle offensively. I think, uh, and they lost you know, a ton last year. having good starts of the year, but they don't have the staying power
0: that, that and, they, they kind of remind me of Liberty. We talked about how, cause last year Tulsa, by the way, was on fire coming into the tournament. Like th- th- I think they would have made it because they were, yeah. they, they were playing a really good ball. And, uh, they lost everybody. So I think, you know, we, when we previewed this conference, I think we were fading Tulsa because they were breaking in. I want to say four new starters, just much right. like Liberty, but Haith, who who we've been a skeptic of for decades. I feel like doing a good job with the golden hurricane.
1: Yeah. But overall with this conference, this is a grinded out physical ass conference, man. All these teams, or at least most of them uh, you know, with the exception of maybe Houston and Memphis are really good defensive teams. They don't score a whole lot of points. They, you know, they don't have that many good shooters on each team. Once again, other than Houston. Well,
0: so uh, ECU seven and three. So I think that we got a shot. I
1: think we got a shot. We're one well, and you're three. One, you're one in <laughs> three in conference, So, uh, You know, <laughs> a tough stretch. COVID's a bitch. Um, All right. Well, let me ask you this before we move on. What is what is Houston ceiling? Are you are you thinking that they could potentially be Final Four, Sweet yeah. Sixteen? Student. Yeah, with, with Caleb mills departing.
0: Is this a crazy statement when I say that, uh, you know, okay, th- this is a perfect example. When I did the SGP college basketball show on uh Tuesday, they said, Colby, who's your, you know, who's your, who do you think final four gun to your head right now? And I'm like, "Uh, I have Gonzaga Baylor, Texas and a big 10 team. Right. And the next night, Texas loses to <laughs> Texas tech. So, like, like honestly, if you're a Houston Cougar fan, I don't see any for sure loss out there. Now, do I think you're going to win the national championship? No. But if you told me right now, "Hey, Houston's going to be in the final 4 I'd say, "Hey, I could see it."
1: Yeah. Could you? Well, it's uh, yeah. I, I think they can. Now, I do worry that you know, take their one their one loss to Tulsa. Uh, you know, t- they they shot thirty five percent from the field. They shot nineteen percent from three. Houston is a, I would say perimeter oriented. It's not diamond oriented. They are, they are strictly a perimeter team. Yeah. And if, if they're not hidden shots, if they get locked down on the perimeter, they have no options scoring inside. So, I
0: mean, they could lose in the my, first round too.
1: <laughs> they could, they could. And, and that's, that's your worry when you don't have a complete team. Uh, so <laughs> they're a wild card because on, on one hand, if these guards get hot, like they can, they can fill it up. And they could go far, but one, one cold day, you know, one day, one cold shooting day and it's, it's bye-bye Houston. And but I, you know, I, I, I do think they win this conference. Definitely.
0: And I'm still hurting from that. Uh, not the last NCAA tournament, the, the second to last NCAA tournament we had Houston, Michigan played for the national championship against Villanova, I believe. And Houston had them beat Michigan hits a three from half, co- like a couple steps past half court at the buzzer to win. But pro prior to that possession, they had an 88% free throw shooter at the line up two, and I'm, I'm holding a, t- a, a Houston money line ticket in South point casino in Vegas. And I think they were like a, a seven or eight point dog and 88% free throw shooter goes 0 for two from the line. And then the, then the, the, uh, the Wolverines hit this ridiculous three to to win the game because like, even with them missing two, I thought we still had it because there was like there's only four seconds. You know,
1: you, you got to move on. It's like you talking about like an ex girlfriend or something. Okay, no, it's no, a it's no. a thing of the past. It happened years ago. I love
0: her, man. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't understand. Uh, yeah, let's go to uh, quoting the great uh, something about Mary. Uh, let's go to the Atlantic Ten. Personally, one of my favorite conferences in college basketball. And they have a conf. They have a team. I know me and you were really incredibly bullish on uh, I know you had the Richmond spiders as, as a team that you were really bullish on. I had St. Louis. Um, And I know we kind of argued all across the slate here. Obviously I think I had Dayton at two or three, but Dayton chase Johnson quits the team. One of their best players. So I
1: I did not foresee that happening, but you uh, know what I They're playing better without him. Yeah. Yeah. Ever since he left, they've beaten Davidson and Duquesne. So that might be some kind of addition by subtraction there. Maybe he was, you know, a cancer in the locker room or yeah, who knows? I don't know the inner workings of Dayton's basketball team, but they still have Jalen Crutcher and EB Watson. Uh, yeah. e. B., I guess that's yeah. how you pronounce yeah. his name. Yeah. E. Watson, uh, yeah. So th- they still have some players there. Obviously they're not the team of a year ago, but they've actually been playing a little bit better. So maybe if you're looking at betting, maybe you can still find some value with Dayton. Because you know, I don't know if you're looking at their overall record, it's not that impressive, but they have been playing better of late.
0: Um, and and I know you were high on the bonnies at midseason right now. I think we're kind of both looking like geniuses because I think with the Atlantic Ten at least, you had Richmond to win the thing. I had St. Louis. St. Louis hasn't played a conference game due to COVID, but they're really good. Um, they're
1: they haven't played since before Christmas, they, man. They're, the last four games have been canceled. Yeah. They're
0: ranked though. They're the only team in the A ten currently ranked.
1: But wins over LSU and NC State.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh but I think you at the two spot, if memory serves me correct, you had the Bonnies who were who early in the year were hit with COVID. As you see, they're only five and one where be VCU, who I was bullish on, I put VCU <laughs> higher up, you know, and I remember you give me a hard time about my VCU ranking. I think VCU still could win this whole fucking thing. Uh 10 and three. They've literally played more than double the amount of games as St. Bonaventure. Well, welcome to a COVID college basketball and college football season yeah. that we've had this year. Um, but this is one where I don't think we have any fucking idea who's winning this conference.
1: I still think it comes down to three schools, VCU, Richmond, and St. Louis. The Bonnies are a good school, but I don't think they're quite on that top tier. Yeah. Yeah. Richmond has been a little bit frustrating because I know they've had the Injury to uh, Gustafson is one of their top reserves. Yeah, but really, I mean, they have no business losing to Hofstra. Yeah, uh, and they they should beat St. Bonaventure. This is the team that brought back five seniors. They beat Kentucky. Uh, Gilliard. They, beat, uh, they, they beaten, you know some uh, Vanderbilt, a couple other yeah. um, you know power. G- Gilliard lead so, led the
0: country in steals a season ago. He's still doing it this year, I think too. But I did expect them. I mean, I, I don't want to say they have disappointed, but because they're right there. They still could win yeah. this thing. But I did expect them to beat Hofstra and, and uh, St. Bonaventure. Now, uh, I am I'm not gonna write off
1: Dayton and Davidson yet.
0: I will write off Rhode Island.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially after the game yesterday.
0: Shocking is UMass is there. That that's not gonna hold up, right? No, it isn't.
1: Uh, um, once again, kudos for them to for getting a good start here but no, they're, they are more of a mid tier. I mean, even if they finish the mid tier, I would say that's a successful season for them. Um, so they have beaten uh Rhode Island and LaSalle. They have, you know, two wins in a row here. Um, Le- Le- actually, actually they, they, they beat LaSalle twice. So that's two of their wins. Okay. So at this early in the year, you got to look at you, you see a, a three and one record, especially like, sure oh, with oh, the back to back. Yeah. Look at, look at who they won. Nice win over Rhode Island. Um, but uh UMass is not quite Cambi and Calipari just yet.
0: Well, the biggest disappointments, I think you have to circle Rhode Island and I would actually say Duquesne right now. Duquesne is a team that I thought would still be I, I know I didn't have them in the top five, but I thought they'd still be a tricky team. And there's still opportunity for them. You know, they they're another team that got hit early on with COVID. They haven't played that many games. But This is a team that has scores, has talent that has underachieved, in my opinion, thus far. Uh, I mean, yeah, St. Joe's. We could do the Phil Martelli thing all day. You know who the best bad team is in college basketball? Probably the Fordham Rams. Patty C. locks them up. I feel (laughs) like every every game, and they almost win every game, I'm like, holy shit! But uh, but
1: they are one and four
0: overall. (laughs) They cut. They're a covering machine. I would love to see their record ATS, but um. Uh, who, so gun to your head. You're still gonna ride, Richmond?
1: Yeah. Before you call them a covering machine, they did not cover yesterday against St. Bonaventure.
0: Okay. Okay. But I now, feel like but Patty you C- watch
1: that game. So same. So St. Bonaventure was favored by eleven and a half. They were up fourteen, and Fordham got two cracks at three pointers within the last ten seconds, <laughs> and mi- missed them both.
0: Well, so i know I'm sitting Patty here. C had it was, it was like an afternoon
1: game on the East Coast. I'm sitting here not working, uh, watching that game instead. You know, trying to trying to root on Patty C's lock. I'm like, ah, oh, come on, man! And then they got another chance, and they bricked that one too. Hey, he they deserved a loss one. because
0: those the Fordham had been covering left and right for him. I'm telling you, <laughs> I was I was like, he locks him every day. I was like, one uh, one guarantee. Is that when Fordham plays, Patty, C's gonna lock him? It was <laughs> well, like usually they like getting State a here lot here of ago. points.
1: Yeah, uh, but I guess some regression was due.
0: Um, okay, so gun to your head right now, though. Who wins the A ten?
1: I'm still going Richmond Spiders. I'm still know, going St. Louis. I have Louis, not been baby. happy with the last week or two, but as as you know, with, with these are all seniors here. As we get closer to March, it'll start to mean more. Well, and they'll get refocused and win this damn thing.
0: I don't have it in front of me but I I do believe they play VCU Saturday or Sunday. So we're going to find out who the best team in Richmond is.
1: Let me pull it up, man. We got uh, no, maybe right here. Oh, you're right on the uh, Saturday. Yeah. It's a home game versus VCU. And then they follow that up midweek next week at St. Bonaventure. So uh, talk to me. This time next, next week. week. Yeah. And uh yeah. yeah, maybe I'll have a different I opinion. still
0: feel good about my about my Billikins, even though they haven't played in
1: 2021. Um, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see how they get back into the swing of things. You know, I mean it's usually <laughs> mid season and, and you're all for three weeks is a kind of a weird thing. So it'll yeah, that'll be interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh okay. Now we're gonna get to your your neck of the woods here. The Atlantic Coast Conference, the ACC. Look, I understand the Big 10 is by far and away the best conference this year, but historically, there's no conference better than the Atlantic Coast Conference when it comes to college basketball. Still, even in what we could consider a down year, they have five ranked teams. How and I'm surprised Florida State's not ranked. Um I know you're a Duke fan. I know this is your neck of the woods. But call me crazy right now, but is Clemson the best team in the ACC? <laughs>
1: Uh, you're not crazy because right now probably five or six teams could stake their claim. I do not think Clemson will win the ACC regular season, but they should be right there. If I had to pick a team, it was the one you just mentioned Florida state.
0: I mean, Clemson has already beaten Florida state once. And what's but what, that was at
1: Clemson where Florida state always struggles. That's true. But know, there's so. been
0: something look, and, and I have faded Clemson a few times. I had an NC state and there's something about them. And I, do I believe they're fraudulent? Probably, but at the same time, I know they have a bunch of experience, right? And they somehow win these close games. I feel like I've every game I've watched of Clemson this year it's been like a five point game. They're losing with four minutes left and they win the game.
1: Yeah. First off, you know, they're not a high scoring team. They're a physical defense. They're a tall team, you know, so just the style and the pace of play is going to be a slower pace, which is going to lend itself to closer games. But they are experienced. They have a lot of uh, of upperclassmen. Amir Sims, the uh, senior power forward, is a monster. Don't so, don't uh, forget about yeah, Johnny I mean, Newman. expect experience to uh, you know win more close games, especially when there's so many young teams across the college basketball landscape.
0: The, don't forget about my guy Johnny Newman, his son or his nephew, I yeah. believe. Uh, you know, I was a big. That's a that's a classic Richmond Spider, by the way. Um, but. I mean, I, I have no idea what to make of this conference right now. I was, t- I was explaining this to, to Sean and Ryan. I was explaining this to Patty C yesterday. Like I, I personally, I think Miami at one and five at the cellar of the ba- they've been injured. I think they're probably one of the best teams in the ACC when they're healthy.
1: But yeah, we both had them uh, kind of like a sleeper team and obviously you know the injuries have not helped but they I think they've gotten everybody back with the exception of of Chris Likes their uh, senior their best point player. guard which yeah, is yeah. pretty damn important. So hopefully he's back soon and then you better watch out cuz Miami is really solid. But yeah, so far looking at the ACC, you know, you have I think I saw Joe Lenardi's last thing was they were, they had eight schools making the tournament, which was the second most for conferences. So
0: so I, what I'm curious is uh, obviously the five ranked are going to make it right. Which I'm actually, dude, I know you're a Duke fan. You look at that resume. Why are they making it? If they if you did it right now?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, who's their best win? I mean, uh <laughs> yeah, Notre Boston Dame? College. <laughs> yeah, Boston College, I don't know. Uh yeah, right now they shouldn't make it, but you know, it's a good thing that uh you know, right now they're not picking schools to make it. So, yeah, right now the five ranked schools, Florida State definitely, UNC I think probably finds his way in right now, and then you have teams like NC State and Miami and Syracuse that but still Miami's have Miami's got a you know, 5 a and 6
0: record. Uh Syracuse is one that I thought was completely overachieving until the past couple of games. They were up by like 15 on Pitt and lose. Yeah. How about yeah. Pitt? Pitt's a team that has kind of came out of nowhere. They lost to Saint Francis opening night and since then they're 6 and 1.
1: Who have they beat though uh, other than that Syracuse, Syracuse win? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. No, they um, beat Northwestern.
0: They beat Northwestern in a crazy game where Northwestern had it one and threw the ball away. And Pitt got the. It was almost like the uh, Bird uh, DJ to Bird play. remember that, you know, the Pistons. Uh, what the eighty six or eighty seven Eastern Conference Finals? Uh, steal by Bird to DJ. Yeah, yeah, of course,
1: classic, classic. Yeah. So Pitt hasn't played in over a week. They've had a few games canceled, also. I haven't watched them yet in person, but I guess they do have wins over Syracuse and Miami right now and Northwestern. So, okay. You know, they're, you know, you mentioned the one loss to St. Francis, which I don't know where that came from, Yeah, but the other one was to Louisville. So no harm in that. Um, I think I had them ranked higher than you did. If I recall our preseason previews, I thought they could, they they could, you know, actually, I think what it was, I think we went to a dark horse to make the tournament. I was like, maybe Pitt.
0: Who was I on Georgia tech? I forget. I think I might've done Georgia tech. Um, so either, what are your thoughts on UVA? I think they'll figure it out. I think it's like last year. I, and that's, that's what I mean by like, like uh who did I met? Matt, pa- well, Matt painter They're the, Tony Bennett and Matt painter. Remind me of each other. They're like, they're grind. They're always horrible to watch on television, but like, but still <laughs> fun. I enjoy that. It's almost like a triple option team in college football sure. where it's like styles. Yeah. you're going to see Virginia win a game 44 to 42. You know what I mean? Like, and you're sitting there like, okay, I can get on board with this. But as the year prolongs, that defense will get really good. And, and yeah, the offense will still have moments where they won't score for five minutes, but, and this is supposed to be a better offensive team than they've had, you know, probably ever under Tony Bennett. Um, but I still think they very much I like I I actually I think if you had to tell me who who wins the ACC if I had to place a bet I still think Virginia gets it done because I know Bennett
1: gets so much better throughout the season. Well, they're four and oh to start, but there are four wins: uh, two over Notre Dame, one over Wake, one over Boston College. Yeah, that's <laughs> like so,
0: it, it's kind of like Duke's schedule. You yeah,
1: know what I mean, yeah. Like, looking at actually looking at the ACC schedule overall, they really front loaded like you know the better teams with with the weaker teams to start. So they pulled a college football. They manipulated the, uh, the schedule, huh? Well, but not really, because that just means you're backloaded the The better oh, yeah. teams playing each other. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> either way, the, you know, the teams are, are all going to play each other. Um, so I, I, I think UVA obviously, you know, in the regular season, they were both our pick to win it all uh, or to win the ACC. Um, I don't know. I think Florida state might have something to say about that. If I had a hunch now, I'm going to go Florida State to win the conference. But I think UVA is right there. I think Virginia Tech, and Louisville, they're nice stories. I think they're right there.
0: I mean, Clemson and Virginia Tech got to be some of the
1: best stories in college basketball this year, right now. Yeah, yeah, and I do think Duke and UNC are slowly getting better.
0: UNC actually is finding ways to win these games. Uh, I was talking about pre, pre, you know, pre episode. I've watched them. I think three or four times out of the past, like out of the past, like five or six games and all of those games that I've watched, they've won. Although I thought they looked bad. <laughs> there's something to that to me. Like it's almost like I think who, who the fuck were we talking about before? Maybe it was Purdue. I don't know, but there's something to winning these close games. Maybe it's Clemson. I'm talking about where, uh, you know, I find yeah, them down yeah. five. Uh, I think there's a, a, a kind of like that's Certain teams know how to win, and uh, you, we saw North Carolina lose to everybody last year, and maybe they learned something there. I know that you know Cole Anthony's right. gone, and some other players are gone, but uh, that as much as I could sit there and say, like in my head, I'm like, man, I look at uh, I looked at their schedule the other day, and I'm like, this team's not going to make the tournament based on what I see. But I'm like, well, Kobe, they've w- they somehow won those games that you said they look like shit. So I don't know. I find them to be one of the more interesting stories in college basketball, though
1: and especially with the, with the Tar Heels, really, I mean, Garrison Brooks has had a really slow start to this year and he was, you know, preseason all American I mean, yeah, and all that. And I, I know he's been dealing with some nagging injuries, but just finally in this last game, uh, he had a double double and he, he played over 30 minutes for the first time since like early December. So I think he may be fully healthy. And if so, uh, that front court is with Baycott uh, and the freshman uh, sharp, to go along with with Garrison Brooks. I mean, if you he got a, a three-headed monster there, it's probably the best front court in the nation. Their back court is very young, and that's been a lot of the problems, you know, I mean, it's like a, the same story with them, Kentucky and Duke, a really, really young back court. So a lot of turnovers, poor shot selection, you know, bad communication on defense.
0: well, uh, that's
1: that's uh, what you're going to get.
0: I think, I mean, dude, you look at their wins. They beat Stanford by four. They beat North Carolina central by six. They beat Notre Dame by one. They beat Miami by two Syracuse by six in a game. At one point they were down some, Um, that's what I find compelling about this team is as like, as much as I, from an eye test when I watch, I mean, you know, my my first thought is man, I don't know that this team's going to make the tournament when there's when their strength of schedule beefs up with uh, playing better ACC teams. But then part of me is like, well, when they get to the tournament, that's one team that could, if they played Liberty in round one, they could lose that thing. But I don't know. I find it compelling because I do find like there, there's something to learning how to win those games. And they've been doing it. So, to their credit and to Roy Williams' credit, as much as I am not but, a Tar Heel fan,
1: uh, but certainly UNC and Duke are not dominant teams. And even if they continue to improve, their ceiling is relatively low this year. These are, uh, these are not final four teams.
0: Yeah. Um, but you never know you get in. I'm telling you this year is going to be wacky. I really believe that. Um, I want to tell you guys that the college experience, college basketball mid season report is brought to you by win bet. Yes, we are. There's a $500 risk-free bet going on for free Is I, what's, what is a risk-free bet? It's for free. All right. $500 over at WinBet. Send in your first uh win bet screenshot to podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get a free t-shirt, tons of boosted bets, including a wheel spin to boost parlays. Perfect for hashtag DGen's only win bet is currently online in New Jersey, Colorado, Michigan is coming soon and way more States are on the way. So get subscribed, get in there. I don't give a shit. You got to move to New Jersey. It's $500, right? What are you going to do? It's COVID your job's fucking you anyway. Might as well move to Colorado. Actually. Not Jersey. You should probably move to Colorado. Colorado's beautiful. Jersey, um, <laughs> not so much. <laughs> uh, uh, but yes, if WinBet isn't active in your state, you can still get a free T-shirt by referring a friend. Go to sportsgamingpodcast. slash win. That's W Y N N. That's sportsgamingpodcast. dot com slash win. W Y N N. Um, I know we're. It's, it seems like we're, we're still on a. How the fuck are we here? Are we going to do a seven hour podcast? But uh, I mean. It is what it is. We got to power through this thing. Big Twelve Conference, Nick. I'm going to make a prediction. We know Kansas, I think, has won. I think 22 of 23 years, or something like that, right? The Big Ten, the Big Twelve Conference, including last season when we all thought Baylor was going to win this thing, regular season title. I'm talking about.
1: I'm going to make a prediction that Kansas is not winning this thing this year. Well, that's not that bold of a prediction. I would agree. I think Kansas is a good team. I think they're right up there you know, I think the big 12 is a really solid conference. I think they have seven quality teams and TCU is not bad either. Um, I don't know about TCU. You know, I, I'm not a big fan of Jamie Dixon and TCU right now. Hey, they they, they, they really they struggle to score. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I would leave it at seven and those all seven team all seven of those teams would make the tournament if it wasn't for Oklahoma state. And the fact that they can't dude. And tell me, tell me if okay. State got in, they couldn't win the national championship this year, man with Cunningham and likely, I mean, uh, well, they're it, dangerous. They, you know, especially at home, I, they, they, they've already knocked off a couple really dude, good schools, if, including
0: Kansas. If you look at their schedule, pull up Oklahoma State's schedule, they were up 21 to West Virginia and lost and their other losses to TCU by one and Texas at Texas uh, by three this team's almost unbeaten I'm t- and they're all, and they had Cade Cunningham, you know, he's a freshman. So they're getting better throughout the season. They're getting more familiar. Uh, it's almost a crime that they can't play in it, like LSU can, but yeah. Oklahoma state can't uh, somebody tell me what the fuck is the difference here? Why is Arizona right. and LSU
1: allowed to, right? Yeah. I mean, Oklahoma state has wins at Marquette at Wichita at Texas tech, Kansas at home you know, what team in the country has four wins like that? I don't know, dude, the worst part about
0: it is I I actually legit think they could be a team to win the championship. Like when I watch them at times, I'm like, wow, if they continue to gel, if they can just get better at certain things, more experience on the court with, with, with their whole team, they're uh, as dangerous as a team as there is in college basketball in my opinion.
1: I mean, the talent is there when you watch them for some reason, I still expect them to screw up you know, well, I, I mean, they can't make the tournament this year.
0: So right. yeah, it, it, they did. Screw hypothet- <laughs> Hypothetically, if
1: they were in, for some reason, I still wouldn't expect them to, you know, to go that far, but I guess we'll never know
0: uh, who's been, uh, I, are we on board with both saying Texas has been the team that has really overachieved our expectations?
1: Yeah, definitely. Cause we knew everybody else was going to be there. We knew Baylor. We knew Kansas. We assumed Texas Tech, even though they had a lot of new faces, we knew the talent coming in there and we knew Chris Beard's history. So yeah, really, you know, shock of smart, maybe, you know, saving his job. Um, even and you know, so what they led Texas Tech back and they lost to Texas they Tech still last night. Had you know, I'm one. not gonna write them off because of it.
0: Dude, I think if you watch that game, if you ignore the scoreboard, they were the better team. Missed yeah. two huge free throws in the final, of, what, 35 seconds? And then uh took a great charge, Greg Brown did, and then uh and then they couldn't inbound the ball. It yeah, just they yeah. shot themselves in the foot. They were really the better team, if you ask me.
1: Um so yeah, I mean, if you look at Texas, they really guard you defensively. They got a couple big guys, they got some really nice guards, they got a couple athletic wing guys, and they have NBA talent like Greg Brown. So they really have it all. You know, my one question is sometimes they get cold from the outside. Uh, that would be you know my one complaint about Texas, but yeah, they're legit. They are they are legit Final Four contender even if they lost to to tech last night.
0: What do you think about Lawn Kruger squad? I was kind of bullish on them when we previewed them. I said, hey, they could surprise. I think they're kind of surprising, right?
1: Yeah. I have yet to be able to watch Oklahoma. So you know, just following, you know, box scores and stuff. And yeah, they've actually been a little bit better than I thought. I, I I think they've had, they had a lot of transfers coming in there. I think it was one of those schools where they, you know, a a pretty high uh, roster turnover, but uh, they've been playing better than expected.
0: Yeah. They beat, uh, I mean, I guess their wins aren't amazing. They have a win over TCU, a win over West Virginia, but they lose by four at Kansas in in a game that was tied up with like a minute and a half left. And uh, then they lost by two to Texas tech. So I, I think they're kind of, I mean, they did get destroyed by Baylor, but who hasn't gotten destroyed by Baylor? Um, I don't know. I still think they could be a team. We, we see dancing come March.
1: I want to see more Baylor. They, you know, Baylor beat Illinois. It was a, you know, a nice win way back on December 2nd. And then other than that, they did beat Oklahoma. Well, they, they were really supposed to play Gonzaga,
0: in the 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 COVID issue. I think Gonzaga was the team with had the, the COVID issues, right?
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it's their fault. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. that they haven't played anybody, you know, really since the <laughs> Fighting lion. I Now, Baylor's next three games: Texas Tech, Kansas, Oklahoma State.
0: Yeah, you're gonna. How about learn. that? How about those three yeah. games Could, in a row? No way they go off. They win all three, right? No way.
1: I don't. Uh, I think they probably drop one. I think they probably go two and one. I think you're happy with two and one. I yeah. mean, yeah. you know, those are three pretty damn good schools. There, Oklahoma State isn't ranked right now. They probably should be. Oh,
0: are you uh, kidding me? they definitely, dude. Look, yeah. I know you're a Duke fan, but Duke being ranked and Oklahoma State not being ranked,
1: I like. If, oh yeah, that's that's ridiculous. I mean, but you know, talking to you know, I'll 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 completely admit that. But I don't give a shit about rankings, really. Rankings are totally meaningless to me. Yeah,
0: I just want to ex- explain it to the fan, the lay fan out there that don't trust, uh, not even Duke. I mean, other teams too. I mean, I, I don't know how Oklahoma state's not ranked. I, I they all, they're almost 12 and L they're like literally yeah. three possessions away from being 12 and 0. Um Okay. Uh, so gun to your head right now, Are you still gonna ride Baylor to win this thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think they're a little bit better than Texas. I, I actually, tr- this, this
0: is not a shot against Shaka. I trust the coaching of, uh, of, of uh, is it Dave bliss. Is that the current one? I always get wh- uh, is Dave bliss, the, the scumbag.
1: No, bliss is the old one. Is Yeah. He's me? the
0: scumbag. Who am I thinking of? What, what how am I, I, could, I drawing a blank on this?
1: I can picture his face. I don't know. I got this.
0: What the fuck
1: is drew drew? Uh, yeah. Uh, Scott drew. Yeah.
0: Why do I always yeah. call him dude? That's one of the worst things you can do. I always think of Baylor and I say, Dave bliss, who is the ultimate scumbag <laughs> right? And and, and here's Scott. Drew's like been a great guy. Done a great job taking over a program where everyone transferred out, and uh, you know yeah,
1: somehow he's really off the radar. Yeah. He, he doesn't have a big personality. Uh, you know, Baylor isn't a true blue blood. They've been very good for like ten years in a row. Yeah, uh, and somehow and, and you he, can he, argue. He, yeah, you know, he's managed to kind of keep a low profile.
0: You could argue they, that they could have won the national championship last year. I mean, sure, uh, sure. Uh, uh, there were points. How about year.
1: Dave Bliss? How how ironic of a last name is that?
0: well how about th- how about the fact that his three jobs after being a, uh, I, th- I talked about this on a on a solo episode Christian universities and high schools hired him and I'm like okay this is a dude that <laughs> that just threw his whole team the irony there is 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 striking but <clears throat> all right yeah I'm going to ride Baylor too still gun to my head I'm taking Baylor although I could see the Longhorns in there I think Texas Tech's going to lose some games though Texas Tech's offense got to catch up Uh, I still
1: well, but I am a Chris Beard guy, so I think it could, especially with all the new faces there. Oh, they're going to get better as the season goes along. Yeah, that it takes a little bit of time. So, yeah, I I think uh, you know that those four schools. You know, throw Kansas in the mix. Don't forget about Kansas just yet. You can't.
0: Um, I mean, they won so many in a row that it's like okay. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk Big East basketball. Obviously, uh, we haven't seen Nova play in a long time because of COVID issues. Um, they're eight and one with their one loss being to Virginia tech in overtime. So almost nine and zero, oh, and they do have a win at Texas by two. Right. Um, are, is it cut and dry that Nova's going to run away with this thing?
1: I, you know, they're, I think they're going to win it, but I don't, I don't think they're going to run away with it. I think they are the best team in the big East. They're a legitimate final four contender. It's kind of funny that they seem like kind of forgotten since they haven't played before Christmas. Um, but you know, it's, it's a COVID year. So, uh, you know, once they come back, they have wins at Texas, they have a, a win at, at Marquette, you know, yeah, they're the class of the big East. But I think, I think Creighton is, is, and uh, you know, at their heels because Creighton has impressed big time. They're 10 and two overall six and one in the conference already, you know, uh, and that, you know, Creighton's two losses at Kansas and versus Marquette. You know, so uh, don't forget about Creighton, but uh, I do think Nova wins this. Yeah, I was gonna say, watch out for Xavier.
0: Xavier uh, kind of has some magic about them this year. They've had a lot of game winners, a lot of big shots. Beat Marquette at the buzzer. Beat Providence at the buzz, buzzer. Buzzer. Uh, they only have. Two, uh, they're sitting there at ten and two. And dude,
1: the middle of the Big East. I mean, <laughs> you know, if there's so many quality teams, where they're just gonna beat up. On each other in conference play, uh, yeah, Xavier's definitely one of them. I'm sorry, were, were you going to finish your point?
0: No, I just think that to me, you look at this and and really they yeah, they lost that Creighton by four, and, and then uh, Seaton Hall they got blown out by. That's the lone game all year they've gotten blown out by, and, and this is a team that beat that Oklahoma team we're talking about by twenty two points. Uh, I think they're a team that could potentially give some fits to. Uh, so I mean, I know they already lost once to Creighton, but that was a, a close game. Creighton still got to come to Cincinnati. Um, I, I wouldn't shock me if they're a player in this, in this conference race towards the end of the
1: season, they are a player as is Yukon Seton hall Marquette and Providence, <laughs> you know, I mean so many quality programs with good teams. You, uh, you think all did. those are in, Dem- if,
0: if they did the tournament today, they what? if they did the tournament today, you think Providence gets in? You think Marquette gets in?
1: I will tell you that right now, Bracketology has five schools from the Big East with Providence out.
0: Mm, Ed Cooley.
1: Uh, but, they have but, but, Providence in the next four. Providence, Providence, they have a good team, man. Oh, with it, uh, David Duke and uh Nate. Uh,
0: I know you're talking about
1: the big man, the yeah, big man down yeah, low. Uh Drawing a blank on his name right now, but uh, dude, Providence is a legitimate team here. So, I mean, yeah, and that, the the middle of the of the Big East is really good. Yeah, it's when you drop down further where the the DePauls, the Georgetown's, Butler doesn't have it this year. They're too young. Nate St. Watson, John's by the way, stole, Nate Watson. You know, go ahead.
0: Nate Watson, like Randy Watson.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Nate Watson. There you go. Thank you. How about Marquette this year, though? They've impressed me because they're playing a different brand of basketball than they have under Wojo in previous years.
0: This team actually can play defense and can get physical. I was expecting them to play better against OK State, but I will say, getting, you know, they had DJ Carton transfer in from Ohio State, and he's really upped his game the past few games. I remember previewing them. A couple games ago, uh, a couple weeks ago, and Carton was kind of a non-factor. And I thought, man, this guy really impressed me at Ohio State as a freshman. How is this guy not? He was a you know a big time recruit, and when he transferred to Marquette, was shocking to me. How are they? But now, uh, you know, his statistics have caught up because he's. They, I guess, it just takes time to 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 really. Yeah,
1: as as fans, you know, we see. A guy coming in who averaged a certain amount of points per game, or maybe you even watched him at a different school or something. Like I did, that guy's good. We're a little too eager, you know. Give it some time. Team chemistry is of the utmost importance, and it takes time. You can't just flip a switch and have guys not used to playing with each other come together. You know, it takes time. So, uh yeah, he is playing better of late, as expected.
0: I mean, and they sit; they're sitting there. They have some tough. Lo- I mean, they, they they did look like. I was not impressed in that Yukon game, but prior to that, I thought their even their losses. Well, actually, the OK State game too. But yeah, you're right. Well, they, there are well, different.
1: You, you could grab any of these schools I just mentioned in in the middle here, anywhere from two to like seven, yeah. where you watch them one night, you're like, "Damn, this team's good," and you watch them the next night, they're you know, and they're struggling some. So you know, they're all good schools. They're all decent teams. And 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 they can definitely, you know, step up and beat Villanova or, or Creighton. But, but know, that's we're why both the taking big East Nova has though has been a, right? a fun conference to watch. We're both taking <laughs> you know, Nova since we though, were right? Kids.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, we're both taking Nova though when it's all said and done, right? We can we can yep. yeah. I feel like that if I had to pick a second conference besides the West Coast, that would be what do you think's more likely? Houston doesn't win the AAC or Nova doesn't win the Big East?
1: I think the rest of the Big East is better than the and rec- than the rest of the AAC. Okay. So I would think Houston's more of a lock. All right.
0: I think I might go Nova on you, but um, uh, let's talk Big Sky basketball, and don't forget Big Sky football coming very soon. We will be covering the FCS college football season kicking off February thirteenth. Big Sky, though, I don't believe is kicking off until the twenty seventh of February, uh, but. Here we are in a conference where su- the Thunderbirds. The fucking Thunderbirds, NC
1: Nick. Nine, how American is that right nine now? Nine and one. <laughs> nine what a great You gotta name. root against the Thunderbirds? Come <laughs> on. It, wasn't that like a WCW tag team? I feel like dude, how and how the fuck is Eastern Washington two and four? Hold on, th- dude. Hold on. Was yeah. that like uh oh shit? It was Michael it was. Michael P. S. Hayes and Marty Jeanette. No, not yeah. Marty Jeanetti, uh oh uh, wow, this is going back in like wrestling the fabulous thunderbirds. Uh you're right. You're right. They're Uh Michael uh, sh- I'm drawing a blank on the name. No, like, they had like long hair.
0: They had long hair and sunglasses.
1: Oh yeah, this is like 80. They they look like a 80s hairband.
0: Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember the names. P.S. Hayes sounds correct because that was Michael P.S.
1: Hayes was one of them. I'm drawing a blank. I think he was Michael P.S. Hayes is a, a guy that the, uh, had to have done a lot of cocaine the dude with his the brown hair. Uh, uh, Jesus, uh, you know Marty Janetti comes to mind, but no, he was the Rockers. He was yeah. with Shawn Michaels. Yeah. It was uh, I don't know. Anywho,
0: come on, Anywho. Big Sky Conference. The Thunderbirds are nine and one nine and one, but check us out. They're only one and one on the road. They've played are eight. zero oh at home. Don't ask me how they're doing it. But the Sacramento state Hornets are four and one in second place, you know, coming into this conference, we thought it was a two team race between Montana and Eastern Washington. Uh, uh, right now it, it appears Montana, although the, you know, they will go on the road, beat, beat a uh, Washington team. In Seattle, Washington's really struggling. That I think they played Georgia close at Georgia. Montana's not as bad as their record indicates; just six and six. But you got Montana and Eastern Washington. Who Eastern Washington almost beat Zona at Zona. I mean, Eastern Washington was a team I think we've covered on a lot this year, but they're sitting there at two and four.
1: Well, but they're one and zero in conference. Look at their. The those those four losses were, were to Arizona. It was to Washington State in a close game. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. I, maybe Gonzaga. Maybe. Uh, yeah. So, Eastern Washington is the best team in this conference. Uh, they've they've missed a, a few games. The Grizzlies. Now. I'm
0: telling you, the Grizzlies could give them a game. I I still think, and I I haven't watched Southern Utah to be fair.
1: They I mean, swept Montana.
0: Yeah, but I think they were relatively close games. Um, I'm intrigued to watch. Uh, obviously this is going to be a one bid league. So once the conference tournament starts, I do believe there's, I don't think there's a big gap between one and like seven or eight, but obviously there's a big gap between Northern Arizona and Idaho. <laughs> yes. Um, but I, I, I still feel like man, as a guy, as a guy who watched, uh, I've watched, I watched Montana, Washington. I watched that game. I was on the wrong side of that one. And I also saw them against Georgia. And then I even feel like Northern Colorado, maybe I watched them against, was it Colorado where I felt like, man, this team's not bad, but apparently they are bad within their conference at the moment. We'll see as that season prolongs, but uh, yeah, I think the play is to take Eastern Washington and still, uh, yeah,
1: you know, we don't want to spend too much time on the big sky, but hold on. Here's Eastern Washington schedule. You mentioned that, Oh, they're two and four. They lost a three point game at Washington state, a three point game at Arizona. They lost at Oregon, and they lost a five-point game at St. Mary's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So don't good. look at their overall record and think this is a bad team. They're going to win this conference. Well, oh, and I
0: actually thought uh, you'd ask me back in December. I was like, dude, they could bite somebody as a 15 seed. They could bite yeah. somebody as a 15 right. seed. Um, all right, let's go to the Big South Conference, and there's this, a team that's going to win the national championship. I think they're going to go undefeated. They're the next uh what Indiana or UCLA maybe you know pretty much on UNLV's level and that is the Winthrop Eagles
1: dude they can light up the scoreboard have you watched them play this year uh not much
0: i've seen i've tuned into some games but not like a, from start to finish no
1: so i have watched them because they've been playing these like you know noon eastern time or like 2 eastern time games so i'm sitting here yeah at my house working with the the uh, game on in the background. I mean, th- they play like it's an AAU game. <laughs> they're, 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 they're jacking up threes. They're running on the break. They're not playing much defense, but they have some talented guys and they can freaking score. Uh, so Winthrop, they're a good team. The Winthrop the Eagles man. I mean, uh, yeah, they should win this conference and by any ha- team that can score like that, they at least have a puncher's chance in an upset game.
0: True. But hang on man, because Look, I was impressed when I saw UNC Asheville, the Bulldogs, play this year. They're only at six and six. This is a whor- a program that was horrible a few years ago. Um, and then the Radford Highlanders. Radford's been the cream of the crop in this conference with with Winthrop. I feel like for the majority of the past decade, Radford lost Carlick Jones to to Louisville. They lost a bunch of other players transferred out or or, or left the program because of eligibility, but. Yeah, they're 8 and 6, but they're 7 and 1 in the conference. Watch out for the Highlanders.
1: Yeah, true. Radford's good, man. You yeah. know, if anybody's going to give Winthrop a run for their money, it probably will be Radford. Uh I think UNC Asheville just had a big win uh today. Earlier today. They looked, yeah. um someone that I, I feel like I South Carolina, was yeah. it up, yeah, who was South it? South Carolina uh, State, I think. Uh, no, you know what it was? It was a Charleston Southern.
0: Oh yeah. Same fucking thing.
1: Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean, Winthrop and Radford, but um, I like Winthrop.
0: Yeah, I think we got it to you based on the season, you got to take Winthrop right now. But I think that's one to pay attention to is Radford because I think early in the season they were struggling because they had lost everybody. But let's not forget this pedigree, it's been a very good mid major program for a while. And I think Radford could, as the season continues, find their way into the well. uh, You
1: mentioned Carly Jones. Yeah, he's one of the best players in the ACC.
0: Yeah, and he, and was, he
1: transferred in from Radford. Yeah, you exactly. Know? So yeah,
0: uh, Big Ten. I mean, we need to do like five hours just on this conference because I <laughs> look. <laughs> uh, am I crazy? And I normally defend the mid majors here, but I, I I am of the opinion that every team other than Nebraska at the moment should be in.
1: <laughs> uh, Penn State is not going to get in. They won. Maryland.
0: What do you mean? They beat Virginia Tech by twenty in Blacksburg.
1: Well, I th- hey. Sure, that's one game. They also are three and four overall, and oh and three in the Big well, Ten. Well, that's because they play so, in the Big
0: Ten. If you were to put them in the ACC, what would Penn State or uh, or or Maryland be? I mean, Maryland won at Wisconsin. Maryland beat uh, what was it? Well, who did they beat the other night? They upset somebody the other night in a game that I was like shocked. Illinois, What's Illinois, yeah, Illinois, right? Illinois. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, as much as uh, I, I thought uh, I, uh, if you had asked me a week ago, I'd have said Maryland. And Nebraska should not make it. I think Penn State's actually probably better than their record indicates. But dude, you look Maryland's got wins now over what? Uh okay, I guess it's just Wisconsin and Illinois. But uh That's that's two pretty good wins. Yeah. I mean at, at Wisconsin at Illinois, both of them on the road. Figure that out for me. They have a three point loss to uh to to Purdue. Um I guess that's probably the they got their ass kicked in a few other games. Um, eight point loss to Indiana. There's still chance. I, 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 I mean, I feel like they're still a really good th- team them or Penn state could really be uh,
1: the depth of this conference is crazy. I mean, yeah, you know, all these teams aren't going to get in, but they should have double digits and, you know, and I would say at least three, if not four of those 10 teams that make it have serious final four potential
0: dude, Penn state, uh, uh, Penn state is sitting here at uh, the, they had their own COVID issues, but they're three and four. They beat VCU. They lost in overtime to Seton hall, which might be at the moment. They're probably a tournament team. They beat Virginia tech by 20 at Virginia tech. They, they had the closest loss to Michigan on their schedule at Michigan. Uh and then yeah, they got blown out by Illinois, but they lose in overtime at Indiana by two. This team is much better than the record indicates, dude.
1: Oh, I agree, but that doesn't mean that they're gonna win enough games in conference to make the tournament. Sure, if they were in a different conference, maybe it's a different story. But you know, they're not. It's a Big Ten. It's this is by far the best league. I mean, there's so many quality teams here. At the top, Michigan is probably. You could argue Michigan is playing the best basketball in the country right now. I mean, they are just blowing fools out. I mean, so let me look at Michigan real quick. Okay, the last five games, all conference games. Well, they set a record.
0: They set a record. of Three ranked teams winning by 19 points or more, three con three consecutive games against ranked teams has never been done before.
1: Wow! wow. And they they have five straight wins, double digit wins. And that's Wisconsin, Minnesota, Michigan, Northwestern Maryland. All good quality programs. So these guys are just playing freaking lights out. How about you that know? freshman
0: Hunter Dickinson? That guy's been balled. Yeah, balling.
1: he is legit. Look, you I'm know, gonna I,
0: I'm gonna call for this though. Penn State beats Purdue Sunday. Penn State's due for I, a win.
1: I would not be surprised, especially if Purdue is riding a bit too high off of the win tonight against Indiana. I mean, yeah, that's why it's so hard to pick some of these games because all these schools are so good. Yeah. know, um, yeah, so, so we mentioned Michigan, then Iowa, the fighting Illini and probably Wisconsin, you could argue all four of those schools could definitely make the final four.
0: I think there's a bunch. I
1: and really- then Ohio state, Minnesota Rutgers, a few weeks ago, we thought Rutgers might be one of the best teams in the well, big 10. Well, and now they're sitting at a, uh, what um, they've been three dinged for conference record. They've
0: been dinged up Harper missed some games. Their big yeah. man missed some games. Yeah. Uh, I still think Rutgers in a, in a field of 68, uh, watch out for the Scarlet Knights. They have a good formula for the way that they play defense. Uh, right. And, and they're
1: extremely talented guards. Um, and we haven't even mentioned Michigan state or Northwestern, you know, which th- they're not, you know, perfect teams. They have some flaws, but still quality programs.
0: northwestern has got to pick it up. They lost four in a row. Starting to worry that Penn state and Maryland are going to surpass Northwestern. And it's going to be Northwestern and Nebraska that are out of this thing. You Chris, might be right. Chris Collins got to do some soul searching there. I, I, he was overachieving everything. So, you know, and then uh, something happened, something happened there, but um, uh gun to your head right now. I, this is one where you just say, I mean, I, is Michigan the best team in this conference? I don't, I, I preseason, I was all on the fighting a lion. I, I don't know anymore.
1: <laughs> I got well, no Michigan idea. Michigan has a two game lead right now on the fighting a lion. I, so, you know, I think you have to take Michigan uh, as much as, as I was great offensively. I, you know, they, they struggle on defense enough where they could lose a few games here and there. So, I mean, I hate to go chalk, but you know, I'm going to go Michigan right now.
0: Yeah. I think, I mean, I guess I still think the and I play, they play them twice. They got to play them twice. They could beat them. Give me the ally and I am sticking to my guns. All uh, right. Uh, the big West, all of a sudden dude, we were ready to write this team off. We were ready. I, I remember texting you saying, dude, they lost too much last year, but the ant eaters of UC Irvine who started out the season rough. And I thought for sure, UC Santa Barbara, and UC Riverside who lost in overtime at uh USC last night. Um, I thought it was Santa Barbara's year to do it personally. I thought Santa Barbara's, you know, they, they're a veteran team and it still is, it still is a, their team. Like they, I would not shock me if they won this conference, but um, UC Irvine is a team we've seen in March do some damage. Uh, even the years where they didn't they went to, uh, they, they beat K state and almost beat Oregon. And I think that Oregon team went to the final four right? didn't they have that like seven foot six African dude. Yeah. And they almost, they have just been a good program for about, for about 15 years now, I feel like so. And, and once again, you're seeing the coaching payoff because early in the year, I remember texting you saying Irvine has lost. I, I remember when I previewed that conference, they had lost a ton and I thought, yeah. okay, they're going to struggle this year and really out the gates, they were getting their ass kicked left and right. Kind of figured it out a little bit. Uh, it, it, I don't know what you think. You're you going to go with Santa Barbara because they still have the experience? Does that going to pay off in the end? Watch out for the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors as well.
1: I don't have a good feeling for this conference right now because so many schools have played so little games. You know, it's it's almost like COVID's been really bad in California. <laughs> <laughs> it has. <laughs> I mean, has. you know, like San Diego's only played three games. Uh, you know, Hawaii's only played four games. UCSD, UC Davis two and one. Only four games. Yeah. You know, I think Hawaii beat UCR in back-to-back games. I think, and then you know, you saw UCR go toe-to-toe with USC. Yeah. Uh, so that speaks volumes there. Uh, you know, at this point, I need to see more of this conference to really get a good opinion of them.
0: Uh okay, let's go to the CAA where they're no stranger from having Cinderellas. They've had George Mason and VCU in the Final Four in the past fifteen years now. Granted, those schools have left, but Hofstra, a team last year that I think no one wanted to play them in the first round, uh, and then Northeastern. I mean, can we talk about Northeastern? Uh, we, I, I, did you preview this conference with me, or was that me solo? I don't. No, know. I think ever. it's you solo. Um, well, Northeastern was one that was supposed to take a seat back. They had lost everybody, but you know, there's something to be said to having a veteran coach and Bill Cohen. Cohen's been there since 2006. He's in year 15, and he keeps this program in 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 just great shape, considering they're Northeastern. I mean, Charleston was one we thought. I think coming in, I think everyone had most publications had it between Hofstra and Charleston. Northeastern, though, right now, currently in first place, four now. zero.
1: Um who I, is Northeastern's most famous head coach?
0: It's uh the dude from uh Yukon. It's uh Okay. Yeah. There you go. The I just check if you what, knew what's that his he, name again? he came
1: from uh, Northeastern.
0: Why am I drawing a blank on his name right now?
1: Uh Calhoun. Shit. Calhoun. Yeah, there you go. Jim uh, Calhoun. Okay. Uh, just checking. But uh you know um Northeastern just is fresh off of sweeping Hofstra in back-to-back days. That's because so, that's
0: because honestly, I think they have the best coach in the CAA. They don't have the best roster. I think it's either Hofstra or Charleston. but They have the best coach in the CAA.
1: Oh, wh- I'd agree. I think Hofstra is the most talented school, but uh, Northeastern is out in front, and especially with that tiebreaker, there it'll be hard to pick anybody but them to win. What this.
0: about your? You know, and and this is a team that has struggled ever since. Uh, what's his name went to uh, NC State. Keats. Yeah, the Seahawks of UNC Wilmington showing some real, real, uh, you know, progression in that
1: program after some bad years. Right, right. And and the one uh disappointment is Drexel. Um, you know, zero and two in conference, yeah. five and four overall. Drexel usually keeps a solid program there, but they're kind of struggling. I will say, Towson. Year.
0: Towson was supposed to be a, one of the the top three or four teams. One yeah. and four. Look. Uh, Larry Stewart's not walking. No, he's that's Coppin State. I don't know who went to the talisman. Dave Maggots not walking through that door, right? <laughs> Sean Landetta is not walking through that door.
1: Uh, that's
0: right. Conference USA, and this is uh compelling because we have a barn burner of a matchup tomorrow night, uh, or Friday by the time you're listening to this. We have Marshall Western Kentucky playing tomorrow. Mike D'Antoni, what's his brother's name? I'm struggling. He's the head coach. Is it Dan D'Antoni? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, he's the Marshall's head coach. He's good. Um, Playing the Hilltoppers, Rick Stansberry squad, which I feel like all of us probably have Western Kentucky winning this thing. But at the same time, UAB kind of extremely flying under the radar. Can we talk about the Blazers just as a team, or how about the Owls? They're they're kind of surprising here, man. And, and North Texas was one that I was bullish on uh In the West here of, of the conference you USA, I thought for sure Western Kentucky was going to run away with the whole conference. I know currently ODU is in, in first place, but I still think Western Kentucky is the best team here, uh especially in the East. When it comes to the West, though, UAB might be that team that could really surprise.
1: Yeah, so far their schedule hasn't been that great, um but they still are probably the best team. I would say watch out for Louisiana Tech. I still like them. Carl Malone's
0: um, alma mater.
1: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think in the West, you're looking at UAB, you're looking at La tech And you mentioned in the East, West or Kentucky, probably the best school, but Old Dominion and Marshall are solid year in, year out. You know, uh Converse USA doesn't get a lot of love in college basketball, but they got some good teams here, man. They're better
0: than they are in football this past year. I'll say that. Uh look, the college experience, college basketball midseason report is brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better than Vegas. It's like YouTube, but for what hashtag DJs only care about sports betting, baby. The best part is you'll be able to get free video picks from the SGPN crew. NC Nick did one for the uh, Alabama National Championship where he hit my last one in college basketball. I hit. I'm trying to remember who the fuck it was. Um, anyway, make sure you subscribe to the SGPN page, slash BTV, so you don't miss any of our videos. If you're subscribed, you'll get a notification every time a new SGPN video is posted. So go to sports slash BTV to subscribe to our better than Vegas page today. Um, okay. Now we got to start hammering these things through. We're going to do a fucking <laughs> rapid fire. Man. Yeah. Uh, let's jump over to where are we at here? Where are we at? Let's talk horizon. horizon. All right, dude, i uh, you know, uh, this has been a play of mine. I know I, you're a Cleveland state yeah, guy now, right? I am a big Cleveland state guy. Look, I know their bars weren't open late on Monday night, but there's something about this <laughs> Viking team that you gotta, you gotta check out, check out Cleveland state. They are going to be, and I actually think, I actually think this is a team that we could, if, if they get in the tournament, they have the guard play to really, really mess with somebody. So Cleveland state, dude, they played, I know it was Ohio state and they probably, you know, little brother, big brother thing. They played them as tough as possible. And uh, I, they won eight in a row. Watch out for the Vikings. If they can get in March madness, this team could be a, a team. You do not want to face. I, I, I I'm telling you Cleveland state don't the, be surprised.
1: Agreed, yeah. Agreed. The only other team of note in the horizon is Wright state. Don't forget about Wright state. Uh, they're almost like Winthrop. Well, they'll put up 90 on you one game. Uh, so I think, uh, yeah, the, the cream of this league is Cleveland state and Wright state, the Vikings and the Raiders. Wow. It sounds like a, NFL Super Bowl in the seventies or something, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's going to come down between those schools.
0: Yeah, Cleveland State out the gate. By the way, got their ass kicked. Or no, sorry, they they, they played Toledo close. Then they got their ass kicked by Ohio. Then they played Ohio State really close, uh, and then since then they they've won every game. So they started out zero and three. Believe it or not, um, watch out for them. I'm intrigued. They got they got uh, Wright State tomorrow night. In, in there a, we go yeah. and then on Saturday they got right to it again both I wouldn't games. be surprised if that's
1: a split right there
0: yeah uh watch out for for those teams and I, I expect them to be a a, a thorn per, perhaps it, it depends who draws them it depends on the matchup but watch out for them Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference the Mac uh are we going are we just going to chase Rick Patino here and say he's going to get it done or are the Siena Saints going to get it done?
1: Well, I I think Iona's playing better under Rick Patina, but they've had a couple uh, you know, lapses, you know, where they've looked or they've lost some games where they they shouldn't have. But uh, he has it right up there on top of the league, so they're one of the teams vying for that. I think Siena, Iona, uh, you know, maybe throw in Monmouth. Uh, Saint Peter's is usually pretty good. The Peacocks. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. You know? Peacock
0: in the ballroom. Uh um, for them. No, I'm gonna go Iona to win this thing.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, you know, a couple of schools here which I've been betting on over the last couple of years that have done me well. I really have not bad years. Ryder Manhattan, um, you know they're towards the bottom. But uh, yeah, I think Iona, they're probably the best team here.
0: All right, the MAC, um, the MAC conference, which you know earlier in the year we made the mistake of of uh, texting and I said I got really got a f- I got a feel for this conference. Now they're back to their ways. I got no fucking idea what's going on keep an eye on Northern Illinois. They fight. I'm not saying they're going to win this conference by any means, but ever since they fired their head coach, they've been, they've been playing much better basketball. They've been playing much better basketball. I'm not going to lock up anyone playing earlier in the year. locking them up was an easy, easy ticket there. Um, but this conference dude, look, Toledo's running away with it right now. Six and O but at the same time, look, Buffalo had COVID issues I, coming into the year. I think everyone had Buffalo winning this conference, but right there was Bowling green, right? There was Akron, right? There was Kent state, right? There was Ohio. I know these teams have been beat down. I don't know what to think here. Is Toledo really the best team?
1: It's a fun conference to watch actually so far, you know, once again, this, this is a conference where they've been playing some like afternoon weekday games. So I've been tuning in and some of these schools really have some talent here. You you know, I'll be be honest with you. In previous years, I didn't want to watch a whole lot of Max. I've been watching more this year, and yeah, Toledo, Bowling Green, Buffalo, Akron, Kent State, Ohio, you know, Ball State. You can go like six, seven schools deep here that are solid with some real talent, you know, some real uh, offensive potential. Um, Yeah, so far it looks like Toledo is the cream of the crop, but uh, we'll see how it plays out. I think a lot of teams are still in the mix here.
0: Kent State took uh, Virginia to overtime in Charlottesville. Uh yeah, I think that th- this is just a g- uh, good go, uh, they're up right now. The conference is up, I feel like. Agreed. E- even Agreed. Even in years past where I thought there were cash machines fading Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan, and Central Michigan, I feel like they're even better than what we think they traditionally would be. So all right, the Mid Eastern Athletic Conference. Um right now your boy Juan Dixon at Coppin State, that's a shout out to Larry Stewart. <laughs> um, former Washington bullet power forward. I don't know, dude, this conference is one of these ones where you just, this is yeah, where you, this is where this you is drink your whiskey. This, this will be a 16
1: C. Yeah. There's not a, there's not a lot of reason but to Copen spend a, much Duke time tough, here. right. You know,
0: they played Duke tough, right? No, only lost by 10 in, in Cameron indoor. Yeah,
1: that's right. That's right. But since it hasn't been, you know, uh, you know, three and eight overall. I think Norfolk State is solid. I think, you know, the team I usually like is is North Carolina Central, uh, you know, right up the road for me in Durham, because I really love uh, the coach there. Uh, and of course, I can't remember his name right now. Um, oh, we're drinking. It's okay. It'll come to yeah. me, but uh, they're struggling. T solid. I don't know. I, I feel mean, like AT's a been in school the a- that'll a- lose big time in the first round. So I feel let's like, move on. I feel
0: like AT's been the 16 seed like 30 times. Um,
1: LaVar Le- Moten is yeah. the coach for North Carolina central big LaVar Moten fan.
0: All right. Now we're going to get to one where you want to talk about uh, chaos, the Missouri Valley conference. I think coming into the year, everyone thought it was Loyola, Chicago, and Northern Iowa, obviously Northern Iowa lost uh, the best player in the Missouri Valley conference preseason wise was AJ green. He's out for the year. Big reason why Northern Iowa is three and eight. Um, <laughs> I mean, you look at this. Drake is thirteen and zero and playing ball. And and, and someone was alerting me to an article uh, that I, I I I caught a little bit of that. Drake has a bunch of players that have been playing together since like middle
1: school or something. Um, hmm. Dude, I think they have an unbelievable like uh, ATS record too.
0: Yeah, they're thirteen and zero right now. Now Missouri State eight and one. The Ramblers who who you know they still got Crutwig. They still got Porter Moses as the head coach eight and three somehow Evansville is, is, is four and two <laughs> in conference six and six. And don't, this is the one that I've won a lot of money on the past couple of years. NC Nick when that, once the, the, uh, the conference, cha- I think the past two years, they've had great odds and I've won both conference tournaments on Bradley on Bradley, the Braves. I still think they're yeah. much better in their record. You look at Bradley's schedule. I'm going to pull that up really quick. You're going to see a couple games where you're just like, oh man, I think it was Missouri. They they were up the whole game, and Missouri hit a crazy shot late to get them to win. And I want to say it was it was Xavier that they they played to overtime. They they have just been a a they're better than their record. They're seven and four right now. Yeah, they lost by one at Xavier, and they lost at Missouri by one. I mean. This is a much better program than what we think they are. They even lost even all of their losses are by six points or less.
1: Yeah, pretty impressive. I mean, yeah, this is another one of those mid-major conferences where there's like five or six really good teams here, and Drake's coming out with their freaking hair on fire, thirteen and zero. Missouri State is having a, a. nice year, kind of, kind of out of nowhere, uh, but I wouldn't be sur- uh, surprised if Loyola Chicago ends up winning this as we expected, they lost a game to Indiana state. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's I, their I, one conference loss, which is kind of surprised, but
0: no, it's not even S- that. The second are a pretty good team. Yeah, there, you know? I watched them against Purdue and I go, dude, they're going to be a tough out in the Missouri Valley Valpo is a team that played for the Missouri Valley championship a season ago and they're three and seven. I I truly think the only really horrible teams in this conference. If I, you know, pre-episode, if you had asked me, I would say, well, I don't think Evansville is very good, and I don't think Illinois State's very good. Right. The rest, I think, are going to be tough outs. But gun to my head, I think it's Loyola and Bradley, and and uh, aside from Drake, uh, you can't knock a thirteen and no record. And I've watched them a couple times, so. I don't know. Bradley though, to me is a team that the reason why they've been able to win the conference in the conference championship the past couple of years is their defense as the season progresses, watch out for the Braves. They play defense. I think uh, probably the best within the conference, but uh, I got to watch more of Drake and Missouri state to really, form. this is going to
1: be a fun one. Yeah. this is going to be a fun one to uh, watch, you know, as the season progresses here, because a lot of good schools,
0: all right, uh, mountain west conference. We got the, uh, I mean, talk about, this is all over the place is all over the place man. Is San Diego State, you know, they 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 uh what they were up by 30 or something against Colorado State. Colorado State beat them. Um Are they still the best team, or I'm starting to think Boise State might be, dude?
1: I'm starting to agree with you. You know, I mean, you you think football when you think Boise State, you think the blue turf, but man, they are—they're 12 and one overall. They're eight and zero in conference. Let me pull up their schedule here because they've already knocked off some of these schools. They they beat BYU. I know they
0: they beat BYU at BYU. I know that for sure. Uh, That was a game I watched. Um, But yeah, the Rams of Colorado State—they're an interesting team. I personally think it's going to be between Boise, San Diego state and Utah state.
1: Yeah. That's the top tier right there. So Boise's one loss is a 10 pointer at Houston, you know, close game for the most part. Uh, Yeah. yeah, So they, they swept New Mexico, swept San Jose state, swept air force, swept Wyoming. So there's your eight and no record. So they have yet to play the top schools in the conference. You know, so maybe their records a little misleading, but Boise state, I think is legit. But you hit the nail, you know, with with the hammer there. Uh, those three schools are the cream of the crop here.
0: Yeah. Uh, and you know, the sad part is is I bet you only one makes the tournament, but I think three of those are tournament caliber teams.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, Let me check Lunardi real quick. Mountain West, he has two. Who's he going? Boise and San Diego State. I'm sorry. He's probably
0: going Boise and San Diego State, or Utah State and San Diego State. San Diego State's what 3 and 0 against the Pac-12 so they got that going for them.
1: Let me look here. None of the schools are, are are in the last 4 in or the last 4 buys. So he thinks two schools are in there, you know, pretty pretty solidly. I mean, San Diego State was ranked like a week talk.
0: ago. San Diego State was ranked a week ago, so I'm assuming he's got them in there. I mean, they won against they've beaten UCLA, Arizona State, and I believe somebody it's else. has got
1: Boise and San Diego State. There you go.
0: Yeah. Wow, that'd be okay. Okay. Uh, let's go to the Northeast
1: Conference.
0: Uh, Long Island and Bryant. Your boys, the Bryant Bulldogs.
1: I don't want to talk about <laughs> Bryant, man. I don't know how they freaking lose <laughs> to Saint Francis today. Uh, I mean, Bryant was looking really good. They were they were nine and two overall, five and one in conference. They were lighting up the scoreboard, and and St. Francis, who was one and six overall, somehow wins straight hey, up. Francis, so you got me, man. St. Francis uh,
0: beat Pit at Pit. You figured yeah, it out. Welcome to I college know, basketball.
1: But uh, give me, I, think give me I Brian. thought Brian was one of the best teams in this conference, but I <laughs> what do I know anymore? With you know, Mount St. Mary's had a big win today over Merrimack. Uh, you still got Long Island in the mix. The Sacred Sharks. Heart usually is solid. Yeah, what do you think? I'm going Bryant. (laughs) Fuck Bryant. Yeah. Uh,
0: (laughs) Shout out to Kelvin Bryant, the old the old Redskins running back.
1: There you go. Uh, Uh,
0: What are you going? Who are you going? Pick one.
1: (laughs) Uh, uh, well, let me go. Let me go with Mount Saint Mary's, the Mountaineers. Uh Going close to close to your heart, huh? That's right. <laughs> um,
0: all right, I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to bet and sell betting positions like the stock market. The best part is it is it is a it, it, Jesus. I can't even talk. The best part is it allows you to bet with no vig, since you're buying positions from other sports betters. There is no house. Yes, and you can play for money in 40 states. All right. Plus, we get a uh, we got a weekly contest going for the for our listeners. So. We're back with a uh, divisional playoff round competition. Ten dollars to enter, and each user will start with the balance of a thousand dollars to wager on multiple events. The player with the highest earnings will take the entire pool of entry fees. Sign up today at BetterEdge.com. Use the promo code SGP for a free ten-dollar bet. That's BetterEdge. That's B E T T O R Edge.com. Promo code SGP. All right, we're we're, we're finally getting through this shit. I, I I I we're we're deep into it here. Let's get to a conference near and dear to both of our hearts, because it's kind of one of the more, I feel like it's almost like remember back in the nineties, the Missouri Valley before it got its credit uh, really was a great conference. And now I think, feel like the cat's out of the bag a little bit. People know the Missouri valleys for real, but the Ohio Valley, Nick, the Ohio Valley for the past couple of years, talk about some of my favorite conference tournaments. I mean, I, I think it was Austin P in Belmont last year in a fucking game. That was just a complete barn burner, but now out of nowhere comes eat the team that I've been handicapping. And I think, you know, this I've texted you a few times on the, my, my team, the Colonels of Eastern Kentucky,
1: they they've been a darling of mine. Uh, They're playing good ball. Yeah. Did, did they cover that? one? they covered an overtime for us. I I think we hit on that one (laughs) lock uh, that where we went with it together. but, uh, dude, this is Belmont's conference. Yeah. Bel- yeah. Belmont's been a very good program for the last seven or eight years or so, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the one school who usually is right up there with them who has fallen off is Murray State. Uh, they lost their coach, right?
0: Uh, no, I don't think so. I think they just lost no. their,
1: their players. Okay. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. I'm, I'm thinking I think of, I'm thinking of East Tennessee State, uh, maybe but yeah, usually, you know, Belmont's up there. Austin P is up there. Usually Murray state is um, this, this year we got a little bit of new blood, you know, especially, uh, well, I mean, they're only one and in conference, but that's SIU Edwardsville. They'll probably drop off. Yeah. And, and uh, it, Moorhead state and Jacksonville state are playing pretty solid too. Well, and don't
0: sleep on Austin P I feel, I still feel like Austin P is a team that has uh, got to figure some things out. I mean, I still think they're a player in this conference. Yes, they do have a couple bad losses, but uh, I still think they, they could be a team to watch as the season progresses,
1: uh, but really regular season, nobody's catching Belmont. Really? What you're looking at is who could potentially upset them in the conference oh, you, tournament. I, Cause I, this is a one bid league. Eastern Kentucky, man.
0: Eastern Kentucky yeah. is a dangerous, yeah. dangerous team. I feel yeah. like um, I'm assuming they have yet to play. I don't believe so I'm trying to pull up their schedule right I now. got it I got it okay. up uh,
1: no they haven't played yet.
0: yeah watch out for my colonels man they're gonna get uh, there's gonna be some value I think that line will be large. I think that line will be large so
1: if you're looking at Belmont you know they have wins over George Mason they beat uh, Lipscomb Evansville we just mentioned them. They've already beat Murray State, and then they've kind of played some of the lower tier of the conference. It seems just like looking at this. I don't know if this is coincidence or if it's on purpose. But a lot of the conferences are saving more of the marquee matchups So later. later in the year. I think this is on purpose. I'm assuming that they thought COVID was going to be worse early in the season. So if some of these games got canceled, well,
0: that's only logical because of what winter a virus is is more. Uh...
1: Plus, more eyeballs are on college basketball later in the season, so they want more ratings. I mean, not that this conference here worries about TV ratings, but well,
0: I I worry about their TV ratings because I want them to be, you know, prolific. But uh, yeah, I'm with you, man. I I think right now, if you 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 gotta have uh, you gotta have Belmont as the team there. Uh, Pac-12. Pack twelve. Welcome to the madness. of That is Pack twelve. By the way, me and you hit on a lock of UCLA at Arizona State, where Arizona State had like four key players out, and we got so lucky to cover that game. I watched that game. Is there still a chance that their UCLA is not really what we think they are?
1: Well, I picked UCLA to win the Pack twelve in our preview. Uh, when, I, took, and when I, I was looking at today, I was right? actually surprised to see that they were six and oh in the conference. Cause I would say that their start to the season has been kind of mediocre. They haven't looked as good as I thought they would. Yeah. Apparently they're doing something right. They're ten and two and six and oh in the conference. Uh yeah, they they haven't played Oregon yet. They beat and Colorado
0: or- in Westwood in a close one. Oregon, though, they had that game canceled. They were supposed to play at Eugene. Sorry, I don't mean to, yeah. uh, to, to cut you off. But um no problem. Uh I I don't know if I'm sold because uh, I don't know. I guess tonight they had a big win. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong there today, but um, prior to today, the times I had seen them, I was not sold, but Hey, six and oh, six and oh,
1: no, I mean, I agree. I, you know, they are not head and shoulders better than Oregon or USC or Colorado or Stanford or the Arizona schools. Uh, Yeah. I mean, if you want to put this into tiers right now, I guess UCLA and Oregon might be on top tier slightly above those other schools I I mentioned, but there's not a whole lot of separation,
0: even Stanford Stanford's had a lot of players injured. So it's been hard to really gauge how good they are. I will say the biggest disappointment, a lot of people are going to think Arizona state. I don't think so with all the injuries and and stuff they've had, I think there'll still be a a team that finds itself into the tournament with their health. Uh, I'm going to say the Washington Huskies, a team that I thought was going to be, they're fucking horrible and they have talent. It makes no sense.
1: Yeah. That that coach has to be shown the door. Uh, Mike,
0: uh, Mike, uh, from Syracuse, Mike Hopkins, not Hopkins, is it, is it Mike, Hopkins? Is yeah, Mike Hopkins? Yeah, 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 I think
1: that's right. I was gonna say Mike Houston, but I knew it was wrong. That's yeah, Mike East Hopkins Carolina's the the uh, guy who came over from Syracuse. No, uh, yeah, I think he's done. Let's, uh, you know, can,
0: can we talk about Kyle Smith though, the Washington State Cougars head coach, nine and three, and something? Now they got their ass whooped today, but they, 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 I mean, the double overtime loss to Arizona they're all like this is this is this guy came over from San Francisco. I love this hire. You know, they have uh I believe they have Dennis Rodman's son on this team. But um 9 and 3 and are are we perhaps going to have a year where the Cougars of Washington State get in there at first tournament since the days of I Tony I don't Bennett? think
1: so, man. Look at their wins. I mean, they have their their 9 wins so they beat Oregon State is and Cal are their best wins. Okay. Other than that, they beat Texas Southern, Eastern Washington, Idaho, Portland State, Montana State, Prairie View, Northwestern State. I mean, look, they're not going to make the NCAA tournament. It's still, they're a, a solid team, and especially it's tough to play in Pullman. It's a tough road trip for any team to travel to Eastern Washington. So they might surprise some schools at home. But usually, when they go on the road in conference, like we just saw the last two games. um, Well, actually, they they lost to Stanford at home by 15. But then this one against UCLA, when they lost by 30. Ouch! Stanford. They're better. They're improved. But no, they're not making the NCAA tournament. Stanford
0: is that team that I feel like is kind of the mystery of this conference.
1: Yeah, I was. I picked up on them last year, kind of before people were expecting much, and they were playing pretty good ball last year, and they were covering if not winning outright, right. Um, but I don't know. It, it, yeah, this year we were expecting bigger things and they haven't quite, put they've it been all dinged up yet. though.
0: Their point guard was out for a lot of games. And then I, I, I want to say they missed a, uh, another starter for, for some time. So perhaps getting everyone back uh, will be a, a different Stanford team than what we've been seeing. But anyway,
1: how about, how about Arizona just three and three in the conference? I mean, they are pretty average.
0: Yeah. And I thought Colorado let him off the hook. I watched that game. You know, I'm a buff fan and Colorado, I think was, was the better team in the first half and the second half, Colorado just got to stay aggressive. They didn't stay aggressive. Then they shut down McKinley, right? Because they doubled him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Sean Miller, I'd never been a big fan of Sean Miller. So I, I mean, I do think talent wise, yeah, they're dangerous, but, uh, who would you compare them to? They're kind of like, uh, Texas in years past, where not this year, but uh, in years past where they have this, you look at the roster and you say, yeah, oh, they're pretty good. But they can't really find a way to get wins.
1: Well, right now, Lenardi has five schools from the PAC 12 dancing. Uh, if I can see if I can go through here quickly I'm assuming, and highlight I'm, I'm, those I'm gonna five, guess, I'm
0: going to guess UCLA, Oregon, Colorado, Arizona, and Stanford. Yeah. I'm going to say USC is not in right now, but maybe it is USC.
1: So Stanford, I see, is one. UCLA is two. Who else we got here? Colorado three. Oregon Oregon, four. I missed a school somewhere. Either
0: Arizona or USC, right? Maybe Wazoo.
1: (laughs) Nah, Wazoo, come on. You're dreaming. I
0: don't know. You can't. You can't find the guy.
1: No, I can't. I, I'm going through here. I don't see it. Well, right. whatever. It's not. It's one of those uh, two you mentioned. So, hey, the Pac-12 is better than they've been in recent years. Uh, I don't know if they still have any like Final Four caliber teams. It seems to me like they have a group of uh, five or six, maybe uh, seven quality good teams. I thought but no, but no, no top top tier.
0: No, I think Oregon could be. Now, I will say losing Nafali Dante was huge, but. I I thought Oregon would like you look at the talent on that roster I thought man they could be a a really dangerous team.
1: Everyone else I I kind of agree with you, but college football has a final 4 which the Pac-12 did not sniff this year. The Pac-12 will not be sniffing the basketball final 4 either. Keep an eye on the
0: Ducks though. Even though they lost Dante which was a huge loss if you don't know Pac-12 hoops. Uh y- you know, he was a very good big man for the Ducks. But I still think they have a really talented guards. They have three good guards. That could really be an issue for a tournament team. Watch out for the ducks. That's all I'll say. Uh, Patriot league Navy. Pa- yes. Thank you. They've been my darling. And that's one of the, I was going to mention this before, when we talked about back-to-back games, there's only one team to me that has been hitting me and winning me money on those back-to-back games. And that is the mid of Navy. I don't know what's going on Is David Robinson back, but by the way, before, I know you want to talk on them. I've also hit back to back on Colgate Colgate. Uh, yeah. And Colgate, remember Colgate last time we had an NCAA tournament, Tennessee was a high seed and Colgate took them to overtime. And I think Tennessee won it in overtime.
1: I, re- I recall that. That's right.
0: They're, they're a really good team. I actually think the Patriot league is pretty, is thriving. Even Army, I've been impressed with Nick. I watched an Army game and I was like, "Hey, they're not bad." The Service Academy is coming up in a COVID season. What's yeah, what's happening and, here? And
1: and one of the teams that was expected to do better was Boston U. and they're struggling out of the gates, only one and three overall. Uh, so when you wear a mask, uh, it's hard to win. <laughs> say it again. I missed it.
0: They, when, when you wear a mask on the basketball court,
1: oh, it, come on, seriously. You're and at a psychological so Ameri- disadvantage. American and Loyola, they haven't played yet. Are, are they? Have they opted out? I, I think I think I so, perhaps it must think, be yeah, right. I mean, yeah, they haven't yeah. they haven't played by now. Yeah, but come on, Boston. Look, if you're gonna force your players to wear a mask, just don't play. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? Can, I, can you imagine trying to play basketball? <laughs> With the it, mask. It, on. It's just it's just ridiculous, Dude, I but, mean, you would you would expect it to come from someone like boston somewhere like Boston. You also, but I mean, geez.
0: Well, well, here's the scary thing. Here is I don't believe this conference has a tournament. I don't know if it's this year. Do, are they going to set one up because teams aren't playing? I want to say they just took the highest seed in years past, so that makes it really a, a crazy set of uh you know Lafayette's three and one, Colgate's three and one, and Navy's four and zero, and then I feel like Army's a good two and two behind them. Mm. This is one. Uh, hopefully, they have a conference tournament this year. I I believe in years past they didn't, and I think they just took the highest seed.
1: Are you sure? I thought the only conference that did that was the Ivy League and they also changed. They did change before they went
0: complete pussy. Let me let me right. see right now. Uh Patriot League. I'm pretty sure they, Um, but dude, how about the service academies, man?
1: What the last time Navy was good? David Robinson, right? Yeah. I think so. And Army might have been before that, you know. Um yeah, interesting.
0: Um, man, I'm trying to find information here. I'm telling you, I don't think they have a conference championship, man.
1: I well, don't. we'll fo- we'll we'll find out more. Oh, no, no, they, they did. They did. They did
0: last year. They did. Huh? They did last year. Col- uh, okay, Boston, you won it actually. They upset. Oh, yeah. they upset Colgate, who was
1: the one seed. Yeah, yeah, I thought so.
0: Okay, okay, my memory
1: fading me here. Um, well, talking about jumbled messes. What about the SEC, man? I mean, who who's the best team? <laughs> I, I'm gonna ride the crimson. I'm gonna ride
0: what the stats tell me. Crimson Tide. They won at Tennessee, and they the way they won. I, I actually think Alabama is a team that could be really flying under the radar. They're extremely athletic, and they uh, they play great defense. And they have, if one of the mo- more important things is their tempo. They they're like a Paul West head coach team. I'm not saying they're gonna win the national championship or something, but I this is a nightmare matchup for I feel like anybody they are extremely athletic. They run the court very fast and they're very good defensively.
1: What's interesting about Alabama is that I was fading them earlier in the year because I assumed it was, you know, normal Alabama basketball where they were a little overrated and they weren't very good. And I think I hit three locks in a row because I locked up Clemson to beat Alabama. And then I locked up Furman to cover and Bama only beat Furman by three. Furman is and then good, I locked though. up Western Kentucky and Western Kentucky beat Alabama outright. Yeah. Yeah. Since then Alabama's won Well, those are good losses. True. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, you know, um and and, and the Herman one was a win, but yeah. since then Alabama has won 6 in a row including Tennessee, Florida, Auburn, Kentucky. So, it's hard to say that anybody else is better than them right now. And and we did not have this on our radar at all. With, no. I mean, we were all over Kentucky or LSU or Tennessee well, you know and, and um, how about Missouri so, Missouri, yeah. Missouri, Missouri I mean, wasn't doing big, doing big stuff down in Tuscaloosa
0: Missouri is one that we didn't have on our radar that I think's a player in this conference and, and and Arkansas is another one that I think you know I know they got destroyed I think by LSU last night but they're without one of their starters um uh, this is a conference that it's all over the place but i think right now this far into it alabama looks like the team that i would not want to play uh, just in in march i wouldn't want to play this team just cuz of how athletic they are i don't know that there's yeah. many i don't know that there's many more athletic teams in this co- in, in in the whole entire country than alabamas yeah
1: yeah lsu is the typical lsu team where they have their you know like they're dripping with talent uh, they got like two or three guys who like look like they're nba But they don't play much defense, and they're not very well coached, you know. But they're still a good team Uh, right now. Lenardi has uh, six schools in the SEC. Yeah, you know this. the the middle of the SEC is is so tough here with Mississippi State, Florida. Florida was going to be better, but um, they're really you know Keontae uh, Johnson. Keontae 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 Johnson. Johnson. I mean, you can't lose your best player, not take you know fall back. Um, Mizzou, Arkansas Am old Miss Auburn I mean yeah even Georgia at you know oh and four <laughs> Dude, in the and league, and they were playing up and, and <laughs> bit a couple people so
0: no they at the gates I think they were like seven and0 or six and one or something and and they took LSU to overtime and you're thinking man Georgia's gonna be a player no not the case but may- maybe maybe I still feel like they, they got they've been playing better than they were with Anthony Edwards so food for thought uh the Southern Conference. What do you feel about the Southern? This is a, a one that uh, what the Citadel is, was, was undefeated until last night. UNC Greensboro is a team throughout years past has been a good team. I, I know I, I was kind of thinking Sanford and Western Carolina are better than what they, their records indicate. Even Mercer as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Furman is the team though, that I think is actually going to go. I'm going to call this right now. Furman will not, they, they will make the tournament and they will win a game in the tournament.
1: I would not be surprised. I just mentioned that very close loss against uh, Alabama and uh, yeah, it seems like East Tennessee state and Wofford while still good this year, they're not quite as good as years past and you can throw UNCG into that same mix. So yeah, I think Furman's the class of this conference, Chattanooga, 11 and there's three. no, there's yeah. no pushovers here, man. You know, it's a good conference, it, man. It is. You know, there, there's no easy wins here. Years um, past VMI was
0: horrible and the yeah. Citadel and those are both good programs this year.
1: Yeah, yeah, Chattanooga. I mean, you know, they're solid. Uh yeah, I mean, you know, good conference throughout. So, uh expect some turmoil, expect a couple losses. It will only be a one-bid league and chances are it'll be Furman, but uh you know, when you have East Tennessee State, when you got Wofford, when you got UNCG, they could beat Furman in the conference tournament.
0: Let me ask you something though. If Furman goes Something like I don't know twenty two and three, and they lose the conference tournament. You think they don't make it? I think Furman might have a shot at an at an outright.
1: Well, let's see. Um, out of conference wins, I mean that, that you know they have to be, uh, have beat somebody. They beat College of Charleston. They lost a close one to Cincy. They lost a close one to Alabama. They lost to Winthrop. No, they don't go.
0: Yeah, that's brutal. I think they're a dangerous team. Um. uh All right. Before we get to the final, before we close this long ass episode, I want to tell you guys the college experience is brought to you by ACE per head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book, but don't know how, well, guess what ACE perhead is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with lines up to up to date to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24 seven and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Just go to dot slash SGP. That's ACE dot slash SGP. All right, man. Uh, we gotta
1: just—I don't. There's just too many fucking conferences. We don't even have the <laughs> Ivy League. Uh, South- Once we got past the SEC, I was like, "Oh, we're probably done." And there's like five or six more. All right, let's
0: just <laughs> gun to head. Southland Conference.
1: Abilene Christian. Sam Sam Houston State, man, watch out for these no. guys. I Abilene locked them Christian. up yesterday. The one game I got right. These th- this is a, a team I, I've been starting to pay attention to. Uh, watch out for Sam Houston State there.
0: Abilene is gonna be the team to do it, but also I would say watch out. Stephen F. Austin started slow. Watch three out. Three good them. schools up yeah. top
1: of this league. The bottom is very shitty, but yeah. three quality programs up top.
0: All right, the, then we go to the Southwestern Athletic, the SWAC.
1: Oh, uh, dude, don't mention <laughs> it. It's awful. It's going to be a 16-school to get blown out. you going to
0: get it done. Summit League. The Summit League, this is actually kind of a compelling league to me. I I feel like North Dakota State South Dakota State rivalry is strong. Uh the Bison get it done this year.
1: You? Yeah, I think you're probably right. You know, usually the Jack Rabbits have had some success. I think they won a game in the tournament a couple of years ago, right? Yeah. yeah. That or it was a close game. Um so when it will if you get confused about the Dakota schools, just North Dakota schools are better than the non-state ones, usually. And Oral Roberts, watch out. They got a pretty solid program there too.
0: Yeah, man. Shout out to Haywood Workman. Sunbelt Conference. Uh uh, uh, how compelling is it? The Chanticleers and app state, the football blue bloods, you know, Carolina's man. I love it, but don't sleep on Daryl Walker, former Washington bullet, Daryl Walker squad, the little War- the little rock Trojans. And don't forget about Louisiana Lafayette. They were a team that were going to make it a season ago. Um surprised that Georgia state, although still, you know, seven and two, maybe they're still a player. Um, who are you taking yeah. here?
1: This is, this conference is kind of like the one we mentioned a couple of conferences ago where the top of the, is pretty good. And the bottom's really bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, our Arkansas state, U Monroe, they are bad um, towards the top though. Yeah. Coastal app state, little rock, Louisiana, the Georgia East, state throw them the in there East too. That's good. five good schools. Yeah. I'm going with the chance, man. Coastal Carolina. Come on now. All right. The
0: WCC, we're both going Gonzaga. I won't touch uh, on that of course, but, but I, I am intrigued about some of those other teams. I think they should get another team in if it was up to me. Uh, the Western athletic conference, the whack NC Nick is Bryce drew going to do it in year one. He should have never got fired from Vanderbilt, got a raw deal. His leading scorer got out for the year and he only got three years there and they had a horrible season that year. Bryce drew is a good coach. Grand Canyon. The antelopes are going to get it done, but shout out to UT Rio Grande who announced today that they're going to have a start a football program that will be in the FCS. Over the next few years, but jumping to nice. the FBS in uh, I want to say five years.
1: Nice, nice. Well, I'm also on Grand Canyon. I disagree with the firing of Dan Marley last year, also. Yeah. But uh, but good hiring and in, in his replacement in Drew. I would say watch out for Utah Valley. The, the the for some reason the state of Utah fields really good basketball teams. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Utah Valley head coach is Mark Madsen, former Stanford they, power forward. They,
1: Keep go. an eye out there on New go.
0: Mexico State. They've only the COVID is they, this team was like playing in like fucking Phoenix because they couldn't the state wouldn't let them play in New Mexico. They've only played three games this season. New Mexico State's been the the, the pride of this conference for the past few years. Uh, so keep an eye out for them. Uh, all right, guys, this is the college basketball uh, half midway point recap. Um, NC Nick Final Four. You want to just throw something out there?
1: Final four right now. All right, I'm gonna put Gonzaga in there and go chalk. I'm gonna put Michigan. I'm gonna put Villanova, and then I'm gonna go. I, I, I would take one uh, like you know Florida State. How about that?
0: Okay, Florida State. I think the furthest they've ever been is to the Elite Eight. That would be big time. I'm gonna ride Gonzaga. You got to put it in there right now. I'm gonna then put Baylor as the uh, the another Final Four team, my third Final Four team right now. Gunned ahead, I'm not gonna take Michigan because I think they're peaking too early. I think they're gonna get tested somewhere here. Give me the I give me the I in the Final Four, and then the fourth team. uh man, you, it'd be, it was funny if you had asked me this yesterday, I would have put Texas in over Baylor, but now I'm thinking Baylor. Um, fourth team is gonna be someone random. Duke. I mean, shit, coach <laughs> no, cake, Co- you know, he's, he's done before, you know, great coaching jobs where fourth team, let's go with, uh, I don't know. Give me uh Houston. Yeah. Give me Houston. Now they're not going to make it the final four. <laughs> give me uh... I feel like there's one team I'm forgetting that I've been really impressed by who is that? You
1: put, you put me on the spot with this question. Now you put, now you're putting yourself on the spot. I, I figured if you asked me, you'd have it kind of ready. <laughs> so a uh, lion,
0: Baylor, uh, Gonzaga and give me, uh, give let me, give me, give me another big 10 school. Give me, uh, <laughs> actually no, fuck it. All right. I'm going, I'm going off the, off the the reservation here. Give me Richmond. Ah, there you go. Right. You didn't
1: pick him to win the eight, 10, but you pick him to go to the final hey, four guard like
0: play it. goes a long way. All right, uh, <laughs> guys, we are the college experience. Make sure you subscribe. We handicap every single division one college basketball and college football game. So please do that. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. We release all of our picks daily uh, via our Twitter accounts and also on sports gambling, podcast.com Pat uh, I'm on, I'm on Twitter at, at the give me a follow NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N-I-C-K our third co-host uh, Patty C he's on Twitter at Patty C831. Give us all a follow. We are part of the sports getting podcast They're on Twitter at the SGP network. All right. Any last words, buddy? Uh, no, let's try to win some
1: games here. How about that? There you go. All right.
0: This is the mid season college basketball report on the college experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out.